a 15 Thanksgiving Eve, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You jabronis. Heyo and ho ho ho. Welcome <laughs> to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric. And I'm your co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we analyze, break down, uh, dissect, and go through Always Sunny scene by scene just to get to the heart of what makes it so gosh darn funny. I cleaned that up. I cleaned the language up there, Ross, for you. Thank you. And I gotta say, we gotta uh, up top here. We gotta say, anyone that has accidentally downloaded this because you're trying to download the Always Sunny podcast and you downloaded the Always Sunny cast instead, we're sorry. Uh, we thank apologize. You, all, we thank you, but all we can do is apologize <laughs> and, and say sorry. I mean, what else can we say? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we are not the show creators, but uh, we do love talking about the show in length. So if you like that type of stuff, sit around and pull up a chair. But, you know, sorry I'm not Rob McElhenney. Because <laughs> we, we did get a spike in, in downloads that have to be accidental. Oh, yeah, 100%. We got, <laughs> I don't want to say the number, but 1,000 downloads uh, one day. And I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> that was an accident. And we're sorry. And yeah. so... Um, uh, and we're back, Ross. We're back for our bonus Christmas episode. Like we said we would do, we're following through on something we said we would do, finally. No, this is like the second time we follow through. We we fall through on Dave and Buster's. Yeah, but nobody wanted that one. <laughs> yeah, which I think is funny because if a lot of people downloaded this podcast by accident That's the first one, to the I Dave know. and Buster's episode, oh my god. <laughs> I can't imagine they'd be back. I know, that is bad. That is really bad. I, and I gotta even tell you, I can't. I hate our first season. Like I, we didn't really find our legs truly until like somewhere around season two. Oh yeah, I'd say like midway through season two, we were in the flow, and we were. I don't know. I think we were just better at what we do. You know, the production quality got better and everything. And so yeah, so you know, if you did download it by accident and you're listening, thank you. And uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, this is the bonus episode. This is the Christmas bonus episode. Right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this aired before uh, season six. So right after season five. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, we'll, we'll, let's get into the. the yeah, this is technical. We'll get into the air dates and stuff when we break down the, the when I break down the top thing. Because okay. did you do you know there's a discrepancy on some of the air date stuff? Oh, yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. So but, but before we get even into the this uh, this really great episode, before we get into it real, real quick, uh, we've rambled on too long, but real quick. We got an email, a really nice email from Alex Ooh. H, and he got us the best Christmas present we could have possibly asked for, which is he got us a cameo from Lil Kev himself, <laughs> and it is so awesome and cool. And thank you, Alex, so much. And we're gonna p we'll play the cameo and we'll do all that because uh, it's he actually talks about uh, D gives birth is his his role in D gives birth. You know how they bring back all the exes and mm -hmm. stuff, and Lil Kev's there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll do that for that episode. We'll play it and everything. But I had to, we have to show it out. Oh, Alex, Alex. Yeah, thank go you so above much. and beyond. Yeah, above and Incredible. beyond. That was so cool and fun. Just like Lil Kev, like, yeah. <laughs> telling us about, like, behind the scenes stuff. It was very, very, very cool. 
Uh, there was also stickers. He left sticker Chase Huntley stickers in his email. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks again, Alex. Uh, yeah. All right. So yeah, we ran on way too long. All right, let's get into this. This is our bonus. This is our bonus Christmas episode. Not really. We have to cover it. Yeah, this is technically the canon as we discussed. Ross, I see that you got a little robot there serving you drinks and breakdancing, so I think we're ready to start. Hey, yeah, we are. But before we get there, Eric, I do want to ask you, are you familiar with the loving nature of the Lord and <laughs> Ross, Savior, you, Jesus Ross, Christ? Russ, I told you at the end. The very end. Okay. The very, the very end. The very, very end. Okay. Uh, okay, today we're talking standalone episode, A Very Sunny Christmas. Originally released on Blu-ray and DVD on November 17th, 2009. Then it aired on the F- the FX network, according to IMDb, on December 9th, 2010. But according to Hulu and the Always Sunny Wiki, on December 16th, 2010. Oh, wow. What a, a lot of drama behind the <laughs> this episode. <laughs> So, yeah, so it was originally released as a standalone Blu-ray DVD on November 17th, 2009. A full year, basically, a full year before it was on TV. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's why it is technically, it, that's why it, is tech, it technically comes before this season, but when it aired, it came after the season, when it aired Correct. on. So that's why in Hulu, it's, it's in addition to season six. And I gotta say, Ross, I gotta assume this is why you missed it, right? Because it was like it was like yeah. an extra step to have to try to watch it. Yeah, get a DVD, and then yeah. it's like what twenty bucks, thirty bucks at the time, and it's just like totally out of my means of uh, access, I guess. Yeah, and I, I'm the, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the same way. Like, I don't think I watched it until it was on Hulu, and um. And th- the same reason, like it was kind of. I remember Family Guy used to kind of do this too. Didn't Family? Doesn't Family Guy have like a bunch of like forty-something minute-long episodes that are just on DVD or something? I think they do. Yeah, they probably do. Uh, fiance Katie would probably know better than I would. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just like something they, they like they used to kind of do. I don't know. Yeah, it's like weird, Futurama kinda. has a bunch of those too, isn't that right? Yeah, they had movies. Yeah, they had a bunch of movies. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and they when and then they broke them. They did the they broke them down and made them into episodes. Like if you watch them on Hulu, they're broken down. Th- those movies are broken down into episodes. Yeah, it's I weird. think that's how I eventually watched them. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. But yeah, so 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 okay, so it came out. Uh, well, either it either aired on December 9th or de- or December sixteenth. Whoever we believe, Hulu or IMDb, and it was written by Charlie Day and Rob McElhenney, directed by Fred Savage and Ross. What does IMDb say that this episode is about? It's actually a pretty good one. IMDb summary is as follows: Dennis and Dee decide to teach Frank a lesson, a Christmas Carol style. And Mac and Charlie learn some shocking things about their childhood Christmas traditions. Yeah, that's correct. It's like that shockingly is, accurate. It's <laughs> shockingly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, uh, and Ross, you usually gonna you usually have some sort of trivia or a fact or something that's going on in the world when when this episode was e- released. Now, do you have one from two thousand nine or do you have one from two thousand ten? Um, I went with two thousand nine because. When it we're still first, first off, came out. Yeah, we're still yeah. coming off season five. So, and I think like if you're watching Always Sunny and you're loving it, this comes out. You're watching it in the order. You're getting it. You're doing yeah, it. Yeah, sure. 
So in 2009, Eric, what do you think the Christmas toy of the year was? And you will never, ever <laughs> guess this. <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> Isn't that like the only one we remember <laughs> from our childhood? Yeah, that was on Generations 1. Yeah, that was on Generations 1. I know, I know. Yeah, the Tickle Me Elmo. I can't think of another, like, can you think of another hot toy that was like, in the news? I can't. Um, I remember, like, uh, like Tamagotchis and um, yeah, those little sure. beanie bag babies. Beanie, beanie babies. Bag babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. beanbag babies. And yeah, the beanbag babies, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that was about it, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, so what, in 2009, what did we got? What are we going to Toys R Us for? Uh, believe it or not, we're going for Zuzu Pets. Okay. <laughs> now, n- does not ring a bell. No, they don't. <laughs> not in a million years. Um, So they were these hamsters? They were like these little, like, I'm not kidding, like, beanie baby size like hamsters and i don't know what you did with them or what they were like good for but in the photo that i saw there was um a car next to it so like imagine like a stuffed animal (laughs) hamster that like i don't know rides around in a car (laughs) i don't know Uh, i mean ross these are not even like there's not even some distant memory like this is i just gibber complete gibberish to me I may as well have just made it up. All yeah, right. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Ross. That would have been... Uh, well, I have that one would... more. You do? Oh, okay. Yeah, what do you think the uh, 2009 Christmas movie was? Oh, man. Jingle All the Way. You wish. I That, that is my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. Um, okay. But it was actually A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Whoa. <laughs> That's actually fitting. <laughs> All right, Ross. Well, thank you for those. That is, uh, that's that's good, uh, good info. Yeah, just drop some eggs. All right, Ross. Here we go. Cold open. Nine a.m. and it's got to be cold because it's in December, so it probably is a actual cold open. Nine a.m. on Christmas Eve. No day. This is the first time we have no day. It just says Christmas Eve. As Mac and Charlie are decorating the bar, Dee and Dennis come in and they discuss Christmas traditions until they go out front and see what Frank has bought himself. So we open up to some uh, Jingle Bell Rock playing in the background. Right, Ross, by Bobby Helms. A name (laughs) I know so, so well. (laughs) It's crazy how you could know a song... But like, but not so never famously, know who, but yeah, yeah so famously, but it. never know who d- who made it or sang it or anything. It, it's kind of <laughs> you know, it makes me think too. Like, it's so wild when you think about like how like you don't know who like the presidents were. The oh, most no, famous I, I people, don't. the most like the like the most like important people, like we don't know a good chunk of them names are just lost to us. Is that crazy? <laughs> I mean, they're in the history books somewhere. <laughs> maybe because read up maybe on it, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just a maybe it's just a stone thought. But I think it's like really wild how like they could just vanish from our collective conscious. Right. I mean, you know, but like, like, but something like Jingle Bell Rock. I mean, that's part of like our like can- like world canon. You know what I mean? Like everybody, yeah. like has heard that song, knows that song, 
but like well why don't we know the person who made it he they shouldn't that be important i don't know is it I guess not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I Ross, we can't even get into the, the, this. Is too it, existential for us to get into it. This, we have to, <laughs> yeah, I think you're too high for this, dude. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do I need to know anything about Walt Disney to like Mickey Mouse? Whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, what's the uh, difference? All right, yeah. So we, we, we so we start off here with some Jingle Bell Rock and. You know, they're putting up this these decorations here in the bar, this like wreath, and uh, he wants to put it over there too on his left. He wants Charlie to move over to his left. Yeah, we have Mac, Mac like just like micromanaging Charlie as he's hanging a wreath. It's not a huge operation. It's really just like a hang it and leave it <laughs> type situation. I mean, I don't know why both of them are involved in this. Yeah, Mac's gonna like be like uh, supervising this. Like, there's no reason for Mac to like, but that's his character, like to just be bossy. Yeah, he's bossing him around. So he says, "Oh, to your other left," which is like that old classic. If you're going right, when someone says "go left," they they tell you to go the other left. But um, I don't know. Is that like too dumb to not know you're right from your left for Charlie even? Yeah, no, I don't think so because it's just a common it's a common thing cuz I got to say Ross, unfortunately, I am that corny and I do say your other left if I say like no to the left and then they do something like no no, no your other left. I, I I do do that. Oh, thanks dad. So, <laughs> so you're the guy still perpetuating this joke. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. unfortunately, unfortunately you're yeah. But so it does come up, it does happen and 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 yeah, it's a dumb joke. That truly baffles Charlie. Oh yeah, he's like, my other. I don't have two lefts, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 not getting like. This is like. I think I meet people that are like that. Like they can't get like, they take everything so literal. You know what I mean? That they would be like, "What? What do you mean?" You know? <laughs> yeah, they need the real explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what, what I, I, this like idea of him what like so you know he's confused by the left the other left but then the when he's like he's like no 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 the, my left or your left he's like we're facing the same way we have the same left and the idea of him being like dude we're two different people like I that mean, is that such a funny is idea so funny idea yeah <laughs> that's it's such so a funny. funny idea it's like we can't have the same left with two different people like. <laughs> it's like I he took know. a different <laughs> like logic and applied it to this situation like yeah like like it's like a, it's like a new spin on that on that like concept of your left your other left which like my left your left it's just mm-hmm. like a new thing i just never heard before we have our own lefts you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know it's a new take <laughs> on an old joke yeah it's very very funny and we should say too they're dressed for christmas Thank you. I was just about to get into that. I mean, we have some yeah. like some some good Christmas outfits. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. They're hanging up some decorations finally. <laughs> yeah, right? finally. And well, th- uh, it's per the tradition. Yeah. And uh what is uh Mac uh Mac shirt is like this red cutoff t shirt, would you say? Yeah, it's sleeveless. It says, yeah, it's a sleeveless. Yeah. It says no <laughs> yeah, well. Sleeveless, it says no well. And it's got a tree with a face on it. There's a face on you the know, tree. 
You know, now you mentioned Noel, I should we should have or I should have looked this up. What is Noel? What is that? Is this like an angel or something? What is it? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 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 it's we like a Christmas thing, night. but like, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Noel. I think it's just like a a word that we don't know. That's what I think it is. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's kind of a. Don't you feel like Mac? Maybe, maybe if they were doing it now, Mac would have some stupid, like some stupid ironic slogan, like like a like a Christmas pun or something, like. Maybe. I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't take this more religiously serious. I think that could have been a cool oh, angle for right. Mac this, yeah. this he, episode he's specifically. He's not that religious yet, is he? I mean... Well, you know you, yo, you know, he always wanted to be a priest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he did say that. You know, he always Where's the to Bible? Be a <laughs> that doesn't happen yet. That actually happens... Uh, soon, I think though. The, the yeah, whistle probably. Bu- it's a bar, dude. We don't have a. Oh, yeah, I think it's in the first episode of season yeah, six. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I believe cool. it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're, 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 uh, yeah, you're right. Like he does, he he doesn't take this re- like. There's no religious aspect to this whatsoever. Well, not for Mac. No, it doesn't seem like he grew up religious either. No, like I just feel like he's religious because he feels like he has to. Yeah, like yeah. this is societal pressure for him to fulfill being an American and religious, and <laughs> right. I don't know, <laughs> like it's yeah, right. just part no, of the I- it's part of the hat of identity he's wearing, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a good way to phrase it. Yeah, I suppose so. And so yeah, and then, and Charlie has a Christmas sweater on, a pretty s- standard Christmas sweater. There's nothing funny about it or anything. No, nothing funny about it. It kind of reminds me of like a um like a shot from a um Charlie Brown Christmas scene, you know? Yeah. Sure. Like a house yeah. on it. Yeah, nothing crazy. Dennis and Dee come walking in here and they pull the and Dennis pulls the jukebox plug and the music shuts off. So Russ, what does that tell us about the music? <laughs> it certainly doesn't change often. <laughs> or it well, changes well, so <laughs> often that <laughs> it's they're loading in seasonal music. <laughs> well, that's true too, but what I was what I was trying to get you to say is is diegetic it is diegetic music it is happening in the oh, scene okay yes it's diegetic <laughs> music that we, we have also some diege- <laughs> yeah we have some diegetic music going on here which i find is always interesting in, in, in something yeah and we get like that first line of like here we go again which sets the scene of like this mac and charlie are up to what they usually are like during this time yeah, of yeah, year, yeah. they're like they're just getting into the Christmas spirit, which, you know, D and Dennis are the Bah humbugs here. They're, they're bummed out by this. Now, did you? Is it me or did you feel like Dennis and D were like dressed really similar? Oh yeah, they were in like the same type of jacket. They're like, I don't know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I, like, yeah. I, I kept thinking, that like, is that on purpose? Um, I don't know. Because they do team up this episode. Is that yeah, they why? have peas in a pod, but I don't know. It It is odd. I, I didn't look too far into it, but I it's did notice It's truly that like were, almost yeah. wearing the same jacket, it looks like. <laughs> it's tighter than dick <laughs> <It's> skin. Like <laughs> That's coming up too, isn't it? Is that coming up? I hope so. Oh, I hope man. so. So, yeah. So, uh, so and now we c- they come in here and they want to know what's going on with this giant machine that's here in the bar oh yeah i would say that's uh, what check off snow cannon 
I was gonna say that to you too. It is Chekhov snow? Yeah, snowblower. They call it a snowblower. <laughs> yeah, which like it isn't, <laughs> but but it does blow snow. Yeah, sure, it does blow <laughs> snow, but <laughs> it's not a snowblower. But it's not like when you think of snowblower, you think of those like handheld machine, like a leaf blower. Yeah. Like so, th- they get this giant. This, this giant snow making machine because they got it off some guy in the Pocono. How does he say Pocono? I can't say it like how he says it. Pocono. Poconos. He says Pocono. I don't know. He does in like say a weird. weird way. He says yeah. it like a weird way. A lot of odd he, pronunciations I, too in this episode. I think he pronounces it that way in in Storm of the Century. Remember when the the big storm is coming and they go to mm-hmm. the department store. Yep. Mac takes off to the Poconos, and I think he says Poconos like this when he says Poconos. Because I always remember being like, "That's weird how he yeah. says Poconos." That's a good. That's uh, a good observation. No, I wouldn't have made it. I, I'm, not, I'm not even positive. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, it's just something about that Poconos pronunciation. And you know, it never snows on Christmas, so mm-hmm. they want to change so that. They want to create that white Christmas feeling in the atmosphere. Is this a nice thing they're doing for the neighborhood? I don't know. It's, I think it's for themselves, really. I mean, if you think yeah, about but it, but it's really dumb that they're doing any of this at all. <laughs> well, a, yeah. they're not going to be open tomorrow. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like they're open now. <laughs> well, so they don't ever what are they like doing this for? <laughs> but I mean, wouldn't it be nice to like have like a machine going and making snow on Christmas Day, like for the neighborhood? That'd be like a nice fun thing. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. They could. I mean, if they filled it with like a, a Santa that you know kids can come take pictures with or whatever, and yeah, know, be a fun scene. And, and much like much like you, Dennis questions all of this. You know, if they love Christmas so much. Why are they doing this on Christmas Eve? Like, I'm so glad he, he asked. <laughs> but when he came in, he seemed like he knew. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I hey, mean, this is you a pattern I mean? of behavior, for sure. Yeah. But it gets explained to us that this is the Christmas tradition. They, you know, they drink so much eggnog and they pass out that they don't, they don't put up any decorations. So they do it all the night before. And, and then they go down and they throw rocks at trains. Which, um... You know, I hadn't. I mean, this is a good observation that you made a long time ago that like simple pleasures like satisfies the gang, and this is like yeah. a perfect example of that simple pleasure of throwing rocks at trains. I mean, there's no explanation why it just is the thing they like to do. Yeah, they like doing. It, they like to. Do it, they've been doing it since they were kids. So we established that they kind of grew up as children together. Mm-hmm. So they, they 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 were doing it as kids and. And they just never lost that feeling. You know, it just like always has stayed with that. Like, th- just throwing. Ro- Remember your kid who just like throw rocks at anything? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? used you to do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's just like they they still feel that you know, and and it just it makes them it it, it makes them happy. And it's not really hurting anyone. It's not hurting the trains. You know, the trains not gonna get hurt by that. No. Of course not. So it's kind of like nice in a way that they <laughs> have this. <laughs> that they have this thing that they do together. Do you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's something they can bond over, I guess. Uh, it's it's more like friendship and compassion that we see from them sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Like, there, it's a bonding moment for them. 
there's times when they've like have like let each other like di- almost die or be shot or like <laughs> yeah they certainly <laughs> let each other down a whole lot but it's a weird that they have this like I don't know this yeah. bonding moment to do every year together and they they then we so we get that sort of tradition their childhood tradition out of the way and then we get the other backstory of why Dennis and Dee hate Christmas you know we get the two sides here. Mm-hmm. And they they hate Christmas, which stems from, you know, Mac first thinks it's because they're je- he's jealous that Mac got all the great gifts or whatever. Of course, Mac would think that, but no, it's not. It's not that. It's not that Frank wouldn't get them great gifts. He got himself the gifts that they wanted, which is <laughs> that is psychotic. How do you know? I mean, you- I don't know why Frank would be interested in like a tickle me Elmo or a Zuzu or <laughs> a hamster. Zuzu pet. <laughs> yeah, I, but like that is like to even like come up with that idea for the show is so yeah. crazy. It, it's so like, like over the top cruel, I guess. Yeah, like over. Yeah, like overly cruel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, and once the <laughs> once Charlie and Max sort of get this backstory about how they were kind of, what their Christmas was like, this dawns on them. Like, oh, both of them, it dawns on like, oh. Oh, that must have been why Frank was like. So Frank's been waiting. <laughs> oh, for how when long? Were they, yeah, when were they gonna tell him? Was he just like around the corner the whole time? I guess, yeah. But like, like truly, when were they gonna tell him? Like they were there. The like they came in. Like yeah, they've been there for like ago. ten minutes. <laughs> like just talking. <laughs> it's very funny that like there was another thing that they were supposed to do. And then, so he's like, oh, that's why Frank must have wanted us to walkie you when you're here. And Mm -hmm. no cell phone, no walkie-talkie? Yeah, it's a little, I I like it, though. I mean, they've used walkie-talkies in the past, like, over and out. Walkie-talkies, I don't think I've really realized until we've been breaking it down and doing the show like this, that walkie-talkies is, like, a part of the gang's gear in the way that, like, the camera is. You know what I mean? Like... The way they use old tech, like walkie-talkies, seem to be a thing. Yeah, and they're fun. Like uh, I find them to be fun. Over and out. I didn't get an over and out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> then, like walk- the dentist looming in the doorway. <laughs> Did you have you had walkie-talkies? Like, have you like like when I was a kid? Yeah. Me too, and I remember like. They were cool for like five minutes, maybe. Yeah, but then like now what? Yeah, like I I used to use them for work all the time. Uh, w- like when I worked on a golf course, because we'd have to r- reach each other from r- across across long distances. So, but I mean, outside of that, I mean, I don't really see the point in them. They wa- they walkie Frank and Frank's like he wants Dennis to come outside because he has his his you know his dream gift. He's like no no. no. Frank, bring it inside, but it's too big. Yeah, it, Frank has this. You notice his like tone and voice in this. Yeah. It sounds like um. Remember when he was trying to get D and Charlie to eat the the raccoon <laughs> meat? Remember some port wine to go with your human meat? Yeah. Yeah, that like that that voice. He, he's using that again. That mischievous sound. And and Dennis thinks about it. His his dream. His dream gift? No. no. Couldn't be, Ross. Couldn't it be. It can't be. And then he just runs for his jacket. 
he runs for his jacket. They run outside. The whole gang, everybody comes outside, and Frank's com- Frank comes pulling up in a in a yellow Lamborghini, a le- yellow Lambo, <laughs> and he comes out of it. He's got this. Why is it a helmet on? <laughs> Can you explain I, I don't know. I, it's just like part of the 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 outfit, the accoutrement. Like you gotta have it all if you have the Countach. <laughs> well, yeah, he comes out. He's got he's got like a racing helmet on. Like a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, it, it's a little over the top for, but I think it adds to the, like the, yeah. the physical humor of Danny DeVito just being yeah. like a tiny guy in like a a leather yeah. s- like leather suit. yellow suit. Yeah, yeah he's like a yellow helmet. suit at the helmet. He gets out and uh, Merry Christmas, bitches. Yeah, we get the intro and um, I looked up this car. Yeah, it is yeah. a yellow Lamborghini Countach five thousand. And okay. I found this on imcdb.org. That's the Internet Movie Car Database. So oh, wow. Any movie that, I guess, people post or whatever, like, th- you can find whatever car was used in anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say we should get our, our Instagram friend, uh, Tony Tone, because oh, yeah. he seems like a car guy. I would say he's a car guy. Oh, yeah, he's a big car guy. I wonder what his take on this would be. Oh, I'm sure he'd love it. I mean, but it is a replica. I mean, uh, the Internet Movie Car Database told me that this car is a replica. So um, it's it's not a natural. I guess it was just made, like, the body to look like the Lamborghini. So maybe the in- inside and engine and whatever probably isn't the same. But Oh, that's, so that's interesting. So, so... It's just a movie car. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a replica. I mean, it's probably made of plastic. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, it doesn't look like great. You know what I mean? It doesn't have that like hard-looking finish to it. It does look like it has like a kind of a plastic body to it. You know? Huh. I wonder yeah. what Tony Tone thinks. Well, Tony Tone, hit us up on Instagram or email and and let us know your take on this type of car. Yeah, let us yeah. know about this Countach. Anyway, we get this uh, grand introduction as the door just flips out. Yeah, the dramatic door swings up open, and Frank comes out, struggles to take off his helmet, and Merry Christmas, bitches! It's such a nice like opening to the episode. I feel like. E- what do you mean <laughs> nice? I don't know. It's just like so, like <laughs> blah, like it hits you, you know. Yeah, yeah, like it he, is like... He swoops in on the car, like, pops it open, like... Yeah. It gives you the Merry Christmas, bitches, and it's like, what is going on? Like, it's a lot, <laughs> you know, visually. Uh, to me, is there something, like, there's something so, like, un-Christmas about a yellow Lamborghini? Like, it makes me, like, a yellow <laughs> Lamborghini to me is like, it's a, it's like only in the summertime... You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it seems so like... Like you drive this to the beach or by the beach or... I don't know. Oh, just like to have like a yellow Lamborghini in the winter is weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's anticlimactic. I don't know. There's something about it. But uh, yeah, so then we get the, an always sunny Christmas. And it, it, so we get... we get um, A very a great, sunny Christmas. Yeah, a very sunny Christmas. Uh, it's cool. It's a good title. It's like a, like a Christmas special. Like, did you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like basically that's you know it's a Christmas special. Uh, so yeah, and and we get so and also during the theme and the intro, it, we have Christmas decorations and there's lights up. It's like it's the yeah. same 
intro more or less, but we there's Christmas lights and stuff, and there's like a jingling, like a like a bells jingling, like Christmas. Yeah, bells. there's a little more. Produ- there's a little different production for this. You know, it is a special. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a standalone Blu-ray DVD. They got they got to put some work into it. <laughs> so inside the bar, Frank shows off his his new handbag and offhandedly mentions his old business partner being dead, which gives Dennis an interesting idea. So we start off here with with Frank showing off his Sergio Giorgini bag. High-end stuff. Yeah, do you know what a Sergio Giorgini is? Sergio Giorgini is a reference from the UK version of The Office. I I didn't know this till I actually just saw this streaming through Reddit the other day. I really? wasn't looking for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this yeah, it's I, did, pop I, up. I know this from just doing the trivia, like reading the trivia and stuff, but um mm-hmm. I, I was a fan of the UK Office, but no way am I going to pick up on that on that connection. Right. Nor am I remembering what happened in You're <laughs> like right. UK office That's true, that I watched yeah. over 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's funny what Frank says. It. I love what Frank says, you want Like, instead of you want it, he says, you want Yeah, it's like <laughs> this taunting Yeah, it's taunting. taunting day. And you see, like, when he's holding the bag, we don't know what's in the bag yet, but the bag is, like, stuffed <laughs> yeah, so it looks like a full. there's a bowling ball in there or something. <laughs> yeah. and, and she's like, "You want to?" And she says, "No, I, I don't. don't no, but fake out. She can't have it. <laughs> fake out. <laughs> fake out. Like, he's like a child. <laughs> fake out. W- wasn't there another thing people used to say that was kind of like fake out? Psych. Yeah, psych." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the generic version of psych. <laughs> fake yeah, out. Yeah. Fake out, yeah. And they couldn't get the rights to psyched. Yeah, I mean, Big Psych owns everything. Big Psych owns everything. Uh, so, yes, th- so he, he he's like, no, you can't have it. I keep this bag for my Cheesy Loops and chocolate malt balls. And we see the bag is like, they're just loose. They're loose. <laughs> yeah, so he dumped, he opened up a bag of Cheese Loops and malted milk balls and just poured them into the Sergio Giorgini yeah. handbag. I, I don't... That is a wild combination. Yeah. <laughs> I have more of an issue with the the combination there. But I think it's just the messiest things he could think to put into a, a delicate handbag, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. And uh, Cheesy Loops I would probably eat, but malt, um, chocolate malt balls? Ugh. Yeah, they're a little chalky and, and they're not great on the teeth, I don't think. So he explains, you know, because they're upset about this, and he explains he does this to them every year because they never learn the lesson that he's trying to teach them. And what lesson was that, Eric? You have to earn what you what you get. You have to, like, earn the stuff you get in life. That's right. And that's what made Frank a multimillionaire. Well, that and it might have been because he stole millions of money from his business partner. Do not speak <laughs> ill of the dead. Now, Ross, this might, <laughs> I'm, I don't want to call it right now, but it it might be my line of the episode. He's just speaking ill of you. Like, the way he's speaking like, ill of you. Like, like, he, like, like Glenn Howerton can, can, can act like, like with strained rage yes. so well. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> 
And you don't you don't see him this whole time. Like he's talking to D. The camera's focusing. You can see Dennis in the background. He's like doing something behind the bar, but you can't. He's like not facing them. You don't even know he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But then he's kind of like, eavesdropping. She mentions the the business partner. You know, hey, don't speak ill of the dead. She's speaking ill of you. <laughs> <laughs> And the term like speaking ill. She's speaking ill of you. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. It's like it made me laugh like every every single time. Uh, it's also so funny you, just to, like Frank not knowing like that could be about him. Yeah, like what the conversation even is. Like <laughs> she didn't to, like even to be too dumb to be insulted, really, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. To just breeze right past it. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> She's speaking of you. Uh, so, yeah, so, uh, and Frank leaves here revving the engines, doing his, like, engine yeah, revving. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to burn up some rubber with his Lamborghini. He's doing that. Kind of like growling noises. He makes a lot of weird noises this up. And he's singing his song here about the Georgino. It's so hard for me to say. Sergio Giorgini? Yeah, there you go. You say it. It, isn't this a beautiful choice of like as soon as the door closes, then they freak out? Like they were both like oh, controlling yeah. themselves. You know what I mean? Because they can't like, let him know that he's getting yeah. the satisfaction of getting right. Them, you know, they have to pretend like they don't care. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Exactly. And then yeah, they start, they freak out there, and D lays down some a little bit of backstory here. He's not their dad anymore, and he's still doing this. <laughs> that's like kind of like one of the funniest parts of this. It's like he has no business doing this whatsoever anymore. He's doing this for his own enjoyment, really. And it's also kind of wild to see Frank like, like, whoa, he still has that much money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess he's just sitting on tons and tons of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, you know, she's upset about the bag. She's upset that the the, the, the who keeps cheesy loops and chocolate, whatever ball, ball balls, whatever they are. You know what, Eric? I'm not gonna even compare a two thousand and fifty dollar <laughs> uh, sports car to a handbag, but I get your point. Uh, that is so funny. Like, like that doesn't need to be in there. That little, like, quick little. Like, it doesn't even have. To <laughs> no, be it doesn't. <laughs> but like, yeah, he still is like, she's like D, like, like, and it is like D is getting the less of a gift oh yeah but for sure it's i mean it's like kind of weird uh gifts and uh, this are such like gendered gifts it's like d wouldn't enjoy that car of course she I know. would yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. but apparently it's like dennis is like uh, dennis is passionate about cars yeah for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. and we've seen d go crazy over shoes but see that would have made more sense to me i think shoes for D. yeah maybe yeah uh, that's a two hundred dollars shoe, and Frank cuts. <laughs> Frank cuts her shoe <laughs> with the knife. That's a two hundred dollars shoe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Dennis picked up on that. He thinks that his old business partner Eugene Hamilton. He thinks that he's dead, but he's Dennis for some reason knows that he's not. Yeah, I think it's odd. <laughs> Why does he know that? And this gives Dennis a very interesting idea. Like he's like very serious. That about slow it. Like, look yeah. over to D. <laughs> it's like, what is your idea? 
So then at Eugene Hamilton's apartment, Dennis and Dee get Mr. Hamilton to go along with a Christmas carol scheme to teach Frank a lesson. Uh, do you have anything on uh, Mr. Hamilton here? Yes, Eugene Hamilton is played by David Huddleston. He was born 1930 from Vinton, Virginia. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2016. He was in The Big Lebowski, Blazing Saddles, West Wing, Gilmore Girls, Joe's Apartment, Star Trek, The Next Generation, and The Wonder Years. Very good, Ross. Thank you. Uh, it's a very it's very uh, modest uh, apartment for a former millionaire. I mean, did he steal all of Frank's money? Is that what we're led to believe? Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's the idea. I, he even kind of he says at the end of the episode, "You you robbed me and you left me in that shitty apartment." Yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he he like robbed him completely or whatever. But um, and he apparently has not you know gotten it back. I don't you know he's it's yeah sure. I mean, the apartment is like it's very Charlie pa- apartment. Yeah, I was gonna say it's 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 um you know needs some work. Is there a filter they use over the camera to make it like look <laughs> deep? Like it <laughs> makes the ear doesn't the ear look heavy? Like f- yeah. <laughs> is there a filter? Like what is it that they do? How do they do that? I don't know, man. Uh, you're gonna have to ask uh, Fred Savage. Like even the ear feels dirty in this place. I think it's the cameras they're using. I, I think they use lower like lo-fi cameras or something yeah maybe to give that feel yeah, yeah. so you know uh d has heard that how you know how frank dicked him up and down and <laughs> <laughs> love that dicked him up and down <laughs> frank dicked you up and down and she just like doesn't <laughs> know this she doesn't know this man <laughs> and uh you know this is his chance to get payback but yeah. unfortunately, he has forgiven Frank, mm-hmm. and they're like, Frank, like they're like what, <laughs> like what? He's like, I've forgiven him. Like Frank, like you forgave him, <laughs> right? You know, Eugene explains he had a near death experience. He saw the light and the truth of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, and, um, <laughs> they're both. <D-goes>. Like, <laughs> Oh, you hear Dennis's like yeah, teeth noise, teeth. like yeah, he does like a teeth like clap, like chat, like like shuts his teeth together, yeah, like D- yeah, he oh. does not Uh-oh. like where this is going. <laughs> yeah, both of them are like, oh, like like oh man, this what did we walk fun. into? <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, it's funny too when Dennis is like, well, yeah, that's all well and good, you could probably still help us like you don't even know what we're asking (laughs) right exactly (laughs) like that's fine you probably still help him and everything yeah Uh, because frank uh, hasn't found the lord yet yeah he switches strategies like on the fly and d picks right up on it and and and, yeah and and jumps in but she wants to do like i thought you could maybe explain this a little bit yeah because d's like yeah frank's gotten nowhere near the lord Right. Christmas and God. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes on to talk about Indiana Jones and and yeah, she, could you maybe like explain <laughs> I don't know Indiana Jones that well. Maybe Well she's can... she she's like when 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 he brings up God again and because they want to do like a they they they're saying like they want to do like a Christmas carol type thing. And he starts mm-hmm. saying like when can I talk to him about what and then she's saying like, Yeah, but if you're gonna bring God into it, like so 
basically, uh, you know, Ross, you asked me to explain it, and I'm confused a little bit by it. So she's talking about, <laughs> she's talking about the ark because she's like, can you bring in the Old Testament God? Because like, you know, in the I don't know if you know this, but like in the New Testament, and the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, God is a lot more vengeful and like sending floods and doing all kinds of crazy stuff oh, like okay. that. So like they talk about the Old Testament being like the vengeful, wrathful God. So she's mm-hmm. like, so can you bring in the Old Testament with the Ark of the Covenant? Now that's from the first Indiana Jones, where when you open the Ark of the Covenant, if your eyes are open and you're looking at it, your face melts, or you you completely oh, melt. Oh, okay. Um, now that I say that out loud, I can't even ex- tell you why, but that's what happens. And so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so 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 she gets that, but then she starts talking about like coins on <laughs> i don't know what she means by the coins like the coin when she's talking about coins is where it really does lose me mm-hmm. okay well i just had to ask because I, I i got lost throughout the whole thing of it if i'm being yeah. honest if you know so so uh the, the, so th- it's funny though that they do mention here that we're doing like a, like a christmas carol thing they say we're doing like a christmas carol thing so this is again on theme on brand with the show how the show always is where they just are doing the movie like they're doing yeah, they just the thing they flat they out saw. say we're doing this yeah it's not like it's not like it, it's up to us to be like oh it's like the christmas girl they just flat out say it which i love they're just like yeah this is a spell christmas it out girl. for you yeah spell it out. yeah it's like these that's what these people are so blunt <laughs> you know what i mean right. it's like yeah uh, I feel like, like if it was Friends, like the show Friends or something, like this would all play out, but they would never say the words a Christmas carol. Right. And I think you it's know, just funnier that they're so confident in just saying we're doing this and then they Yeah, we're can't. doing a Christmas carol. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And they think like they think movies you can do movies. You in know what I mean? Like life. you can do yeah, what they just, did in the movie in real life. It's so <laughs> like applicable it's a, to real life that they could just go and do it. But like it's a yeah. blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to do a Christmas uh and they want to teach Frank that he's been a dick, you know, how he's been a dick and everything and how, you know, he might end up like you alone, alone like you and for, <laughs> and Dennis points at him like for a long time like yeah, you, you're alone, like points at him. <laughs> and you know, he wants to know when will he talk to him about the salvation, you know? And at the end at the very, very end. Like, the way he does that <laughs> is so incredible. I, I watched that, like, so many times just to replay it. At the end. You could do it at the very, very end. The he very end. Like, he says it, like, so <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> like, he says it in such a crazy, scary way. Like, <laughs> like he can't even believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. But in the meantime, he's going to be their ghost. I do want to say uh, right before we get out of here that Dennis does this eye roll in his like getting Eugene on board where he says, so in the spirit of the Lord in the in <laughs> right, Christmas right. and God, right, like, like it's, he doesn't it, believe it, any of it. Yeah, this eye roll says, I think what I just said makes sense and appeals to you, so I'm going <laughs> to keep going with it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not one hundred percent on it, but yeah, yeah. That that physical action just says so much. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, the, the the the, you know, you all of them are really good at this, but Glenn Howerton can like say so much and just like 
where his he visuals. puts a pause. Yeah. Or, yeah, like anything, his head caught, like anything. Like his little things make like that stuff is like it's to like you know it's written a certain way but then it's translated by him is like so crazy it's so good Mm, yeah 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 so then in max childhood bedroom charlie and mac go through max old toys where they find an old vhs home movie so apparently max mom has kept his bedroom like completely the same from when he was like a little (laughs) kid yeah she's uh i don't know preserved it to its like original nature yeah, yeah, I find yeah. it so interesting as a as a room because it's like it's a collection between like all of Max like ages living there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this stuff from like when he was a child, child, and then there's it's like, like a Raggedy Ann doll or something. Yeah, then there's like <laughs> then there's like a um I don't know Led Zeppelin poster. It's yeah, like clearly like yeah yeah. You want to uh right at the top just talk about some things in the room and then we'll get into the uh the meat of it. Yeah, definitely. What do you got? Um, I saw a Karate Kid poster. What did you say? That's right. That's right. There was a Karate Kid poster, right? The Danzig sticker, the Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. His, there was like like um, like a lot of sports stuff. Like his sheets were sports. Like his bed sheets were sports related. Yeah, there I was, was going like, to say the Major League Baseball bed spread. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just generic baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they always make fun the, the Action Boys podcast. They always make fun of Rob Lowe because it's a picture of Rob Lowe at a at a, at a football game, and he's just wearing an NFL hat. And he's like, he just likes just the uh, organization just, in general. Yeah, just football. Like, can't be spe- specific. You know what I mean? Like, right, football. <laughs> he's just there because he <laughs> likes football. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> These teams happen to be playing it, but he just yeah, loves yeah. Football. It can't pick sides, yeah, yeah. Because uh, so it's yeah, not what he's there for. He's there for the football. <laughs> so what else you got in this room? Okay, uh, there was a shattered pupils uh, poster. No, what is that? I don't know. I have to imagine it's a band, right? I don't know. Yeah, we didn't look it up. No, we didn't. But you know, there's a lot of like miscellaneous things in there, like yeah, generic ca- things yeah, you would see yeah. to represent childhood, like it's that trophy not and as like crazy as you think it would be. No, and it's kind of like the bar where it's nothing is descript and stands out. It's all yeah. like it all kind of blends in together. Yeah. So the, he Mac is in the closet and he's pulling out all kinds of toys. And mm-hmm. he's looking for and Max and and Charlie's there with him looking at this doll that he pulled out. Yeah, Charlie picks up a doll that Mac rips out of the closet and sniffs its ass. Yeah, did you it notice looks, that? Yeah, yeah, and it looks like a, a raggedy Ann doll. I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. I was trying to pick it out. I was like, oh, that does look like a something from childhood, but I didn't own something like that, but. So he's he he's like looking around because he thinks that maybe he's got an Omnibot around here somewhere. Yeah, but he finds a karate trophy. He found that. Well, yeah, he found that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, that makes he found the karate Ooh, trophy. Captain Caveman. <laughs> and and I oh, I forgot to look up Captain Caveman. Was that a real thing? Yeah, Captain Caveman was a Hanna Barbera cartoon. So the oh, people that yeah. brought you the Jetsons and the Flintstones, they brought yeah, yeah, you yeah. Captain Caveman. That was something that was probably before our time. Yeah, I was gonna say even w- when we talk about the Omnibot a little, a little in a little bit, like this is a little b- 
before our time. Like they're they're just a little older than us. They're about yeah. probably about five years, I would say, older than us. Yeah, which is kind of a lot for toys and stuff like that. Like yeah, there's a stuff, generational leap. Yeah, this stuff missed me. Like yeah, all that stuff missed me. Hanna Barbera that was already old when I was a kid. Yeah, like, I, remember, I remember watching those cartoons and being like. The Jetsons and Flintstones yeah. being like, wow, the animation is so old. Yeah, I, I remember like as a little kid going, oh, I know that this is old. Like, this is obviously <laughs> old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it could stop working at any time, even though it's <laughs> broadcast television. Yeah. So, but yeah, Captain Caveman was something that went completely by me. But when they were kids, they used to shave the dogs and they would put the glue the, the hair to them and pretend they're the caveman. Yeah, and then Charlie says he used to bash the dogs to pieces, which I didn't care for. <laughs> bash dogs to pieces. He says pieces. it so carefully. Yeah, we bash them to pieces. Like, he says it so, like, casually. Yeah. He has a history of this, of, of like, killing animals. It's like a thing of his. Yeah, bashing rats for sure. Remember in, they're going to set Sweet D on fire, and they're going to do the cat chopping mechanism, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to chop the cats. He's like, well, some of them are going to get chopped. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's gonna like a history of this, and he pulls out a Simon, a, a Simon game. You remember Simon? Now this I do remember. This, uh, yeah, I actually owned a Simon. I was not good at it. I was much like Charlie, where like after like four, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, after four, I thought I hate this. Like, this is dumb and not fun. <laughs> yeah, you know how long I mean? do I have to do this? And what happens even if I do it? as many times as it allows me. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I what's thought, the end game here? <laughs> I, I, I got to about four and I thought, what am I doing? Video games exist. What, what am I doing? <laughs> you could play, you could be playing Contra right now. What are you <laughs> exactly. <doing>? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so like, like, so he, he pulls out the Simon game and you know, it's, it's interesting. We like, Oh, I love this. It's interesting that, Matt goes, yeah, wait, he Charlie, them. don't get lost with that because he knows, because this is like mm. a pattern. He knows yes. that Charlie can't. He knows do Charlie this. well enough that he's yeah. going to get sucked into this and <laughs> it's going to be just a waste of time. Well, he gets one. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, wait a minute. Curveball. Curveball. Curveball at him. They had two. They did two. Well, which one's lit up? Well, the yellow and the blue. Then hit the but yellow and the blue. I, I don't know. The, I don't know. He's like, for, I don't know. <laughs> and the he, <laughs> Mac does it. He gets lucky. Yeah. He got, he got lucky. And then he did three. And this acting is so good by Charlie Day. Like, three. And I have no idea. Which, which three? Which three? Like, like three happened. Fun. And I have no idea which three. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, so, yeah. So, and then Mac finds the Omnibot. And he pulls him out. He starts dancing around with them. <laughs> and Mac's idea with this Omnibot is that it's going to <laughs> serve them drinks and breakdance. Now, Ross, did you look at the Omnibot? Does it say anything about serving drinks or breakdancing? No. I mean, this thing looks like a, a, a drink holder at best. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you look anything up on them? Um, I did look up. The Omnibot, uh, it looks like there was, there was like a, a series of these that came out in different variations. Uh, I think yeah. at one point, someone made a battle bot out of an Omnibot. Oh, really? Yeah. It went to kick on some asses. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I, I read the Wikipedia and stuff. It's just kind of interesting, like, that whole fact. Like, the robot thing was, like, just kind of over when I was, like, I was thinking in my head, like, I didn't never really had any of these, like, little robot toys. This wasn't, like, a thing. Yeah, I, I think we were uh, the generation after the yeah. robot obsession. Like, yeah. I, th- I think around this time, like, Batteries Not Included came out. Like, things like that were hyping up this robot concept. The Omnibot's pretty cool, though. I mean, it can do so. Like, when you read what it can do, it, it used to do, like, it could do stuff. It was cool. <laughs> what could it do? Well, you could, like, you know, that thing, like, later on we'll see what Ricky Falcone would, like, record, like, says something. Like, you could record something to it and have it play back. And you could, like, set it to, like, walk around and, like, move, like, roll around and do stuff. Like, I don't know. It it, was, it seemed, it, it must have been so expensive. It had to have been so expensive, right? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like ahead of its time in, in terms of yeah. functionality. Yeah. All they had to do was put a vacuum underneath that thing and they would have had a Roomba. It was so <laughs> close. So, so yeah, he pulls, and, he, and and the, and the the Omnibot was holding a cassette tape that falls out, and it is uh, Christmas nineteen eighty five. You sure it's not an instructional video or? Oh yeah, an instructional video. What to use the Omnibot? Maybe I mean maybe I mean, but it's funny because Charlie can't even read that. He has to hand it to Mac. Now. He says that, like, we're going to talk about this later, but he says it here. He goes, oh, oh, it was a tape my father, like, my dad used to tape, tape record me opening presents every Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. So it's like every Christmas. Yeah. This is jumping ahead a little bit, but it seems like he just stole the camera. Oh, yeah. He he he's, <laughs> he opens it up and he's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> like, he's obviously checking it out for the first time. And maybe that's the first time they got, um, nope. That had to be it. <laughs> that had to be the time that they discovered this camera. Anyway, blow ahead. So then we see a flashback slash VHS recording of Mac's mom, Mac, and Luther as they open up, open up and steal some people's Christmas presents. That's right. They've showed up to this family's house. Mac's dad has just opened a video camera and well, discovered. Oh, it's a like video camera! Is like what he's saying as he's pulling the thing off and already recording. Like, yeah, we see the red dot live. I mean, I, maybe things were different back in the day, but buying anything it takes like oh hours twenty four hours before you can <laughs> use anything. Yeah, it's just but you yeah. may as well have had Christmas like a week before, just so you can get your toys ready to play that day. Yeah, exactly. And but yeah, he, so he pulls off and he's got this camera. And do you got anything on this little kid Mac before we talk about Luther and Mac's mom? Oh yeah, young Mac is played by Preston Bailey. He was born in two thousand, and he was from Portland, Oregon. Isn't it weird to say someone was born in two thousand? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. he was in How I Met Your Mother, Numbers, Dexter, Children of the Cord, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer. Oh, nice. Uh, they really did a good job. All the kids, the they casting. did a really good job. Yeah. I mean, this kid, like, he's wearing the sleeveless shirt, like... The yeah. acting, too? Yeah, the, the karate acting, chops when he yeah, a little... It's it really, really good. And we got Luther, and we have Max Mom, who, and they make no attempt to make them... Look any different. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is that Max Mom has this, like, wild wig on. Yeah, she has like a big mullet wig. <laughs> yeah, it's like an eighties wig. 
Max Max mom opens up a present and she opens up a present and she gets a cashmere sweater. Yeah, very nice. She's gonna look great in it. And I don't know about the Seinfeld fan in you, Eric, but of the course, Seinfeld fan man, in me loved that there was a cashmere sweater with a red dot on it with the with a record. Oh right, yeah. I I didn't put that together, but yeah, I I I can't think. I can't hear cashmere. Without, without thinking, thinking of Seinfeld. Cashmere, yeah. Without thinking of that. I it's, it, it's the first thing I think of. Like It's the only I, thing I think you, of. You know what it is, too? Because I don't know about for you, but I mean, for me, as a, like, a kid when I was watching Seinfeld, like, I'd never heard of Cashmere before. And straight up, I never would have heard of Cashmere <laughs> if it wasn't for that episode, right? Like, when do we ever encounter Cashmere? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we <laughs> only know of Cashmere because of Seinfeld. So, of course, that's what we think of. Yeah, true. I mean, I, as a kid, I didn't own, or as an adult, I don't, I will never own a Cashmere sweat. I couldn't tell you even, like, How to ca- if you had a lineup of clothes, I couldn't tell you what, ca- which would, what's Cashmere. I don't know <laughs> what that even means, really. <laughs> Does it. <laughs> Is it? A, all, I don't know. All I know is the type of material, <laughs> and it's expensive. That's really all okay. I know. Okay, that I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was a type of material. <laughs> I believe it's a type of material. And so she's got a cashmere sweater, and they love each other. I know. I think they even kiss. Right? Yeah, they kiss. And yeah, they, they, yeah, they're very. They love each other. I mean, you. We never see that again. No. And so Luther opens, he's oh, no, no, because Mac wants to go, and Luther's like, no, let me go. So Luther already opened the camera, so he's going to open right. another one. Before. Let I the know. kid open his gifts. <laughs> you know, let the kid open the gifts. So Luther opens up a, a another gift, and it's a brand new stereo. It's going to oh, look wow. great. Oh, wow. It looks nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very 80s, like a stereo. It's very I know, 80s. and a camcorder. Yeah, yeah. All electronics, like everything's electronics, huh? Oh yeah, I mean it's the greatest representation of the time, you know. And so little Max screams, "Hey, let me!" He wants to open his present. Fine, fine, fine. Let him, let him open the present. And so he rips one open, and it's a Cabbage Patch doll, which he wants and likes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know much about Cabbage Patch dolls, but I remember them being a pretty big deal. I, yeah, I remember them being a big. De- I remember. I know two things. I remember them being a big deal, and I remember not caring or wanting one. Yeah, they. I mean, it just seemed like a baby, right? Yeah, it's a little, little, little kids' toy. It's like two. It was all. It was one, by the time I was aware of a Cabbage Patch, to me, it was like, oh, that's a child's toy. I'm a man. I was probably twelve. Twelve <laughs> at twelve, you grew out of Cabbage Patch kids. Yeah, I would think so. I don't know. I don't think I was ever interested in owning a doll, like a Cabbage Patch doll. I was all I was all GI Joe all the time. See, I wasn't even GI Joe. I don't know what I was doing. Probably just sitting and looking at a clear white wall. <laughs> just <laughs> just sitting looking at a blank white wall. That's what I assume. <laughs> That's how I spent my entire childhood. <laughs> So yeah, they 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 uh uh he, he they let him open a gift and it's a cabbage patch and he starts screaming like crazy like real high pitch screaming and yeah he, it's awesome. like a shrill it's like a shri- a- yeah <laughs> and he starts doing these karate moves <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff, like, like, like that made me laugh every time <laughs> yeah that was very very good but you know notice the whole time um Luther is trying to get everyone to keep like quiet down especially young Mac. 
Yeah. So, like, it, it does set up, like, hey, what is going on that they have to be so quiet? <laughs> like, uh, and yeah, then we, we, the, the people upstairs, like, wake up and, and, and they were making <laughs> a lot of noise even before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they wake up and they start getting up and they start running us. And, and Russ, this is, and they do this again when we're going to see, um, a recording later on of, of with a Charlie Dennis. story. Well, oh, Dennis, not, yes, and and D, but they do this thing where you tell me why they did this. Now they they could have just done this in fully in the camera, but they did it like a flashback slash in the camera, right? So we're watching so it's a POV and a a flashback. Yeah, and a flashback. I don't know why they did it, and it's weirder when Frank does it to me you what why why don't yeah i i think i i wonder why it's not just in camera like we only see the view of the camera like we're watching the home video mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like we never actually cut away from the camera we just watched all of it could have happened the same exact way in the camera yeah i think i would have liked it more even when luther like goes to open his gift he gives the camera hold- to max mom and she or starts recording just hold him. it up you know yeah like yeah like 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 a found footage movie Exactly, like it, it's like from the ground up. Yeah, but they did. But it's interesting. They did like a half and half because yeah. they do cut to in the camera every mm-hmm. now and then. Mm-hmm. So they must have filmed. They probably filmed the whole thing. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they did. It's just a weird choice that they made there. So then, back in Mac's childhood bedroom, Mac realizes his Christmas tradition may have been a bummer. So they decide to leave and see how Charlie's mom does Christmas. <sighs> That was awesome. My dad looks really young, doesn't he? Dude, what was, what was that? What happened right there? Huh? What was the family on the stairs? What was that? That was probably the next family coming in to get their presents. What are you, what are you talking about? What, what was happening there? That was the Christmas tradition, where you go from house to house collecting your presents, and then when the next family comes, you would run. I'm not aware of this tradition, Mac. In fact, I think that you were just stealing from that home. Oh, no. I was taking their presents, but they were taking mine. Yeah, dude, that's why there were never any presents at my house when I got back. The neighbors took them. It's a South Philly tradition, Charlie. No? Mm-mm. That makes no sense. People don't do that, dude. That doesn't make any sense. You're telling me that Christmas morning, you would not go to your neighbor's house and take their presents? No! No one does that! Well, my dad told me that that was the tradition. And your dad is like a thief and a murderer who eats people, so he's not really trustworthy. This is really dicking with my Christmas spirit. Okay, well, bro, I tell you what, I got a plan. Let's go to my house, you know, you'll see how my mom does it. We'll get you right back in the Christmas mood, all okay. right? All right, all right, okay. So this when this cuts away here, Matt goes, wow, my dad looked really young, didn't he? <laughs> That's that a big takeaway. Little, is that a funny little joke, though, because, like, they didn't try to make him look any different at all? <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, well, my dad looked really young. Oh, okay, like, sure. Uh, well, that would also be Max' takeaway, just because he's so like obsessed with his dad, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is great, Charlie. Confusion of being like, like looking <laughs> back and forth, being like, "What just happened? Like, what did I just watch? Like, what, what just happened?" <laughs> and Max explains, "Oh, that's the tradition. That that's the tradition he used to do." Yeah, he would. They would wake up, go into mm-hmm. the neighbor's house, open their gifts. Mm-hmm. And that's why when he got home, he would never have any gifts because the neighbors came and took his. 
Right. There was like some swaparoo happening with like Christmas gifts. Like uh, Santa yeah. was always getting the address wrong in South Philly because he says Max says it was a South Philly tradition. Like and and the child's just being like, no, it, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> And nobody does that. He just says nobody does that. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, but his dad, though, his dad told him that that's what they do. Yeah, and your dad is like a thief and a murderer who eats people. <laughs> so he's not really trustworthy. <laughs> the, again, they bring up that he eats people. This is something they <laughs> always talk about. And it's very cool. Even though it's very cool, very he cool. eats people. Very cool. <laughs> they, like, he eats people. So he's not very trustworthy, which, by the way, he has a point. <laughs> yeah and this is uh leaving mac feeling pretty sad he, yeah it's dicking with his christmas spirit for sure yeah great line yeah great line but uh charlie knows what he'll do he'll he'll cheer him up because he'll bring him to his place and they'll see how they do it yeah he'll get him right back in the christmas mood so then at charlie and frank's apartment dennis d and eugene attempt to pull a christmas carol on frank and show him a home video of them as kids have you ever have you ever seen or read or anything experienced in real life a christmas carol like do you know even know what like do you know what it is the christmas carol uh, like yeah. a christmas like the story of it well like yeah have you watched a movie have, uh, anything <laughs> at this point i don't know what you're asking you're asking me if i've watched a movie <laughs> i'm asking if you've seen a christmas carol movie like a movie oh yeah yeah i christmas see like the muppets movie. version you seen I the Muppets like, one? Yeah, okay. and I think I've seen the like the old timey one. Like, I didn't enjoy either of them really. You know, I don't think I've ever seen any. I w- I'm jealous. I didn't, I haven't even seen Scrooged, <laughs> the Bill Murray movie. Yeah, I don't think you have to. You get the point, right? Well, it's crazy. You've like, seen it so done over so many different times, right? I'm sure Simpsons did it, right? I well, yeah, I'm sure they did. I, I mean, I looked up Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol was written 177 years ago. Isn't that wild that, like, we're still doing parodies? We're still doing... You think it's too soon? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) So some respect. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. You know, I almost, like, thought, oh, I should listen, because I do do audiobooks. I thought, I should listen to the Christmas Carol, like, first episode. I didn't, though. I'm like, it seems like it would be so boring. Like, I just, I don't know. I can't get past, like, how boring it seems. Maybe it's not. I mean, maybe it's not. I mean, it it has endured for 177 years. It has to be good. Well, I mean, the message of it, it remains the same, right? Right. Right, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And that's the whole point of it. Yeah, but it's just it's just wild, like that we're like like they're doing a Christmas carol. Like when Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas carol 177 years ago, do you think he ever thought that Always Sunny would be doing a Christmas carol? No, <laughs> like of course this, not. this television show, this wild television show, is doing something that he wrote. It's crazy to think about. Well, did you think like Bing Crosby thought he'd be playing at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know what? I think he might have. <laughs> yeah, no, he knew. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. So you know, when they when they come walking down this hallway here, they're doing a Christmas Carol thing, and Eugene is supposed to be the ghost of 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 you know in the Christmas Carol, he is haunted by his ex business partner. Right. So so that's I, I assume what they're starting to do here. But he's sort of like the ghost of Christmas p- 
past, I guess, is what he's supposed to be. Yeah, he's the ghost of Christmas past, and he's, I guess, uh, Eugene is playing the role of Jacob Marley. Yeah, I guess so. He's got these chains all over him. <laughs> Are those necessary? <laughs> it's part well, of the whole thing. It's part of the whole thing. Because Dennis got the smoke. He's going to blast smoke <laughs> underneath the door. <laughs> right. That little portable smoke machine is pretty awesome. Like, I know. I it's kind of cool. <laughs> like, it's so small. And compact. Like, he wants him to really sell them on the ghost thing. He's going to sell them on the... On, on the and, 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 and Eugenius could go on like, okay. He's like saying like, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, when you blast in there and give him a good scare, okay? And he's going to believe that you're a ghost, so he's going to believe anything that you say. <laughs> right, of course. That makes total sense. Uh, we, and so when they're setting up outside the door here, we get a shot of what's going on inside Charlie's apartment, and Frank is... Snoozing. Is snoozing, watching a like animated, a, a sort of claymation... Uh, like, it sort of looks like Rudolph. I don't think it is. Yeah, it might be like a knockoff Rudolph of some sort, right? Which will come into play later on in the episode, I believe. Oh, yeah. We get a little claymation. Now, if you notice stuff around um, the apartment right now, there's like the skull that's like on the table and stuff. There's like stuff around the apartment. You will yeah, there's see two skulls. All, you will see all this stuff in the claymation later on. You can see all... They they remade all this stuff that's in there. The skull, all... Oh, that. that's awesome. Yeah. I think they did a good cool. job with it. So we can look. We can look for. That's a little teaser for down the road here with the. Oh, thanks, Eric. Animation. That was a little treat. We can all chew on. <laughs> Everybody, get your treats and chew. Frank. Frank. Hey, put a little more. <laughs> put a little more vibrato in it. Frank. Frank. It's hard to do. You can do it. Do it. Do it. It's hard to do for me. Frank. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, by the way, if I was sleep, by the way, if I was sleeping, I would be scared. Like if I woke <laughs> up to that, I would be scared. I'd be scared. Yeah, someone calling you Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank op- wakes up, and you know Dennis is blowing the smoke under the door. So fire, fire! We're all gonna die. <laughs> the best fire. reaction of all time, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is so good because he goes like, "This isn't scaring him. This is sh- like shocking, like complete opposite direction." Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he 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 he's upset. So he br- picks up a chair and throws it and breaks the window <laughs> right through the window. <laughs> like couldn't open the window. He had to no. throw a chair into it. <laughs> he doesn't even <laughs> open gates. The guy. <laughs> That's true. It's okay. It's true. <laughs> Maybe he thought it was a gate. Uh, so so then so then uh, Eugene comes in. And he's like, "No, Frank, no Frank. There's no fire." And he's like, "Eugene." He's like, "Yeah, it's me, Frank." Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so he does think he's a ghost. Yeah, he worked, and he picks up a golf club and just starts uh, swinging like a madman. <laughs> Yeah, and there's something about the way he's swinging this that is so funny. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, swinging it's it back and like, knocking shit down. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's something about the way how he's swinging that is he's so funny. He's trying to be as destructive as possible. Uh, and then they, 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 Dennis and Dee come in and basically drop the whole act. Like, everything is ruined. It's over. Yeah, that's it's as getting far too as real. Like, Eugene's going to go to the hospital. That's, like, as far as it right now. Yeah. And this is actually where Eugene starts to talk about the God, and this is where the Old Testament and the Indiana Jones thing comes in. Oh, okay. 
That makes more sense. I was a little confused earlier because I was like looking down at my notes going, where are my notes? How come my notes for this isn't on there? <laughs> I got ahead of myself. Sorry, guys. Because she does say, she says, you know, keeping keeping your eyes closed, the face melting, that's all Indiana Jones stuff. She even says, you know, like Indiana Jones because always Sunny will just say the thing that they're talking about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like Indiana Jones. But the coins thing, I don't, I don't understand. There is a, I don't know. Some cultures put, like, coins on people's eyes. I don't know if that's what she means. I think when they're dead or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't but know. I have heard of that. But, yeah, but you know, stop, Frank. You're supposed to listen to the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love, like, when he's, like, when he's, like, he's, like, uh, he starts, when, he, when he's talking about, have you heard of your Lord, like, have you heard <laughs> about the Lord? And, and I, at the end. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> okay, for the love of God, at the end. At the end. <laughs> at the like, end. <laughs> like, yeah, the end, like whatever that is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no like defining the end. <laughs> uh, and so she, they sit on the couch, both of them. They make Frank sit on the couch, then they make Eugene sit on the couch. They take it, <laughs> they're just taking over. <laughs> they bust out a tape. It's It's a tape of. Frank's Christmas past. Is this going to take long? Because this is cutting into my uh, Kuntash time. <laughs> That's right. I was going to go out. And <laughs> I was going to go out and make some modification modifications <laughs> to the car. Thank you so much for jumping in there, Ross. I got. I was looking down my notes and the, I wrote long question mark, and I was thinking, what does that mean? <laughs> I knew you were in a rut. You know, I'm yeah. here to get you out of the jam. Buddy. That's right. Long as Frank saying, as in Frank saying, we're going to be here long, which is like a funny like thing, like just to like long. <laughs> he doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he was also just sleeping. It's, it's not like he has a schedule to upkeep. Yeah. Well, he wanted to make modifications on these. Well, this is cutting into his Countach time. He was going to make some modifications. Mm hmm. But you don't yeah, make modifications. It, on something like no, that. That kind of is perfect. It's like, perfect. The way he says perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, well, Frank, now this is so funny because this sets up a very funny visual later on. Mm-hmm. That Frank, when he's inside the car, he can't reach the door because these type of doors slide straight up. Right. They're that like flashy I f- upward going I forget doors. the name. Of, I forget how, what those are called. But yeah, they go, they go up. And Frank's, you know, he can't reach the door to be able to pull it down or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would either. <laughs> I sympathize with Frank. I need a, <laughs> I need a pulley system to get he's me out gonna, of this jam. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna rig up a pulley system like this bag that he'll drop <laughs> with wires on it that's gonna pull the door down. It's a very funny idea. This like bag that he has. It, it's uh, like almost too practical of an idea. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and it's great that he like mentions that he can't reach the door because later on when they show the car driving and the door is up, it's very mm-hmm. funny. And Dennis snaps. He's like, "You're gonna ruin that car, Frank. You're gonna ruin it." Yeah, Dennis snaps for that one. Yeah, because he, he he doesn't like the sound of that. But he's like, "Okay, we're gonna watch this video. We're gonna go a journey just like the Christmas Carol. They, they've said the Christmas Carol like like four five times. times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like the Christmas like just so clear. This is like the Christmas Carol. So you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna watch this and it's gonna be like the Christmas Carol. So then we see a flashback of Christmas 1986 as Frank destroys Christmas for Dennis and Dee forever. And again, this is the same half VHS half flashback. Mm-hmm. You get anything on these kids, these little Dennis and these? Yeah, young Dennis is played by Charlie Carter. He was in This and House. 
Young D is played by Harley Graham. She was born in 2001 from Florida. She was in Red Ruby, Light as a Feather, Sophia the First, Days of Our Lives, Bold and the Beautiful, and she was in The Elder Scrolls V colon Skyrim. Really? Something you would know? Yeah, of course. I was playing Skyrim like the other day. <laughs> I was playing oh, the other day. Well, there you go. Wow, that's interesting. I wonder who she plays. That's cool. Yeah. Um, maybe she, remember, remember I posted a video on Instagram. You were like, "What is this?" That was that was Skyrim. I was playing with the kid that was like, "Will you adopt me?" Maybe that's her. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in a tavern and some little kid. Just, I truly just walked in and came up. Was like, "Will you adopt me?" I was like, "I don't even have a home." Like, what? <laughs> 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 Look, I don't make enough money. Like <laughs> the government's gonna take you away. Then you'll be screwed. <laughs> so yeah, so there's these little kids here, and they they're all excited because Frank's waking them up, and he's recording. He's like, "Go ahead, open your gifts." There's all these gifts all over the place. And there's one, there's one really big giant box. He's like, "Open that one. Open that one. That's the one." The kids tear it open. They look inside. Nothing fake yet. out. Yeah, fake yeah. out. There's nothing in any of them, he says. Before they even open them or anything, like, there's, there's nothing in any of them. Yeah, and for context, this is, uh, I guess, Christmas 1986. Yeah, right? I said that. Yeah, Christmas 1986, yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, then we get this, like, rotten line of, now go wake up your pillhead mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get this, like, perfect freeze frame on, like, two of the saddest kids. Uh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, that well, sucks. What, is Fra- what what does Frank want with like the good gifts? I guess is what's my what's what's I his end goal there? Well, I don't know because that was just there was nothing in the in the gifts. It seemed like there was no gifts at all. Yeah, didn't necessarily say like where. But look what I got. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't really know. I don't know. He wants them just be just because they want them, and he wants to teach them a lesson. Like Frank doesn't want the countage. Yeah, that's true. He just wants to make Je- Dennis jealous, I guess. Yeah. So the back at Charlie <laughs> and Frank's apartment, Dennis and Dee get frustrated and decide to move on to Christmas present. So when you do pull out of this camera thing, when they pull out the, the VHS tape, Frank's laughing, and these are bring back great memories. <laughs> these are great memories for Frank. Yeah. The, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the fake out's the best. The fake out <laughs> is the best. Ain't that right, Eugene? Eugene taught him the f- the fake out. Yeah, yeah. You you come to find out like f- that 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 Eugene is the one that taught him this. Like, so did Eugene? Who did Eugene do this to? <laughs> Not to Frank. I don't know, but uh, I think it's interesting because we get this like relationship of like um, Eugene being his former partner, and he he seemed to learn his biggest and best schemes and like scams from. Eugene, that behavior, you know? Yeah, like 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 Frank's a scumbag, so his business partner is probably also a scumbag. Like that's yeah. that's safe to reason. If not bigger, because he's yeah. obviously teaching Frank stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But he's changed now. Yeah. He he's a changed man now. So uh and 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 they're mad they're like Dennis and Dia mad at, at Eugene for like not being more like angry. Yeah, they really get like this is your chance for like revenge. Like, give it to him, but you know, let's go to church. <laughs> They're right. Are you ready to find the loving arms of God? 
<laughs> they're like they're freaking out. No, no, no. Like fine, 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 fine. We're just gonna move on the Christmas present. We'll move on the Christmas present. That's what they're gonna like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like next jacket, act. <laughs> next act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Frank like willingly is like, all right. <laughs> like, why is he participating in this? I have no idea. I have no clue. So then at Charlie's mom's house, Charlie tells and we see his Christmas tradition of several Santas coming to his house and giving him gifts. So they come they come walking in the in, in the house here and I gotta say Mac looks good in that jacket and the hood and the scarf and stuff. Like he looks oh, you cool. Like it. You like I that do. look. I, I like that look a lot. Yeah, I do. I like it a lot. Yeah, a good they, look. they all they both look comfortable, you know. Yeah, they do, yeah. And Charlie's mom comes running up, gives them both big, huge hugs. She's so happy to see them. She's super nice. This is like a Christmas Hallmark movie like yeah. type feeling, like of like the the decor of the house, like yeah. like the stereotypical like happy baking mom, like and the fact that Charlie brought a huge thing of vodka with them. Yes, exactly that. Glug, 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 drinking all <laughs> Christmas, Christmas time. Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the vodka. He didn't forget it. And she's going to go make some gingerbread men for her gingerbread boys. I mean, what a sweet pie line, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. She's used that gingerbread boys line before, I believe. That's true. Yeah. She's My gingerbread boy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and this is great. This is great. This is good. Uh, Charlie says, you know, there's good tunes. There's good food. Him and his mom are gonna be excited about the Santas that are coming over. And like Charlie and um, Mrs. Kelly have a great like energy exchange in the scene. Like like the matching of energy of like the excitement. Like they're so happy to see each other. Like yeah, it, it's such a like a I don't know juxtaposition to what we just saw with like Mac and his like. Christmas family experience. We don't actually see Mac's mom this episode, like, other than... The The flashback. flashback. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I wish we got more of her. Yeah, of course. And she's always welcome. (laughs) I think you're an ugly man. (laughs) Ugly. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so... uh, Mac is confused by this, though. This is a confusing thing. Sanders coming over? And Charlie explains his tradition. It's kind of the same sort of thing Mac did. Except there's no VHS thing. This is just a strict, he's telling a story and we're seeing the flashback with the voiceover. It's different. It's weird weird that he didn't go, oh, let me pop in this tape or, or something. Yeah, that would have fulfilled the beat of like playing back a flashback childhood tape. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he starts explaining his tradition, and we 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 cut into this flashback. You got anything on little Charlie here? Young Charlie's played by Robbie Tucker. He was born in Michigan. He was in Criminal Minds, The League, The Young and the Restless, See Dad Run, and The Kissing Booth. Nice, uh, incredible casting. Like this yeah, kid is awesome. Again, nailed it. The wig they or whatever they got on his head, his hair, whatever <laughs> that is. Yeah. And he's wearing Charlie's gear. Like, he's wearing Charlie clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's wild. He's wearing the horse chair that Charlie always wears. (laughs) Yeah. And the the long johns, too, I believe. Basically, he's telling this story about how on Christmas Eve... Was it Christmas... On Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? Christmas Day. 
Christmas Day. So like Christmas morning. Christmas morning that all these Santas would show up to cheer his mother up and they would give him a gift and then they would go upstairs with his mother. And we start seeing this this like 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 montage of people mm-hmm. showing up. Are are any of these people credited? Uh one is. And I think you know who it is. The second one? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Christopher Lloyd of Back to Future fame. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd, uh, born 1928, from Stanford, Connecticut. He was in Back to the Future 1, 2, 3, Adam's Family, Cheers, Taxi, One Who Flew Over the Cocos Nest, which is a Danny DeVito film as well. Um, Camp Nowhere, My Favorite Martian, The Simpsons, and Suburban Commando. What was this guy doing, just like walking by the set, already in a Santa suit? Well, my <laughs> guess is he's just friends with Danny. Yeah, totally, but like, you gotta go there, you gotta put on the suit. It's a big <laughs> ask for Christopher Lloyd to come That's in and I mean. ring it's a doorbell. <laughs> and he's not even credited or anything. Yeah. But even like if once you know it's him and the way he like hands the like, the way he like even hands it's like so Christopher Lloyd, you know what yeah. I mean? This is oh, oh oh we're also getting the song Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes, this is the Bing Crosby song. Sorry. Yeah, Santa Claus coming. Bing, uh, Bing Crosby and the Andrew Sisters. Why I, I the Andrew Sisters are so good. They're like all over the Fallout soundtracks for the video games. They're like, it's all Andrew Sisters all the time, and they're really good. Oh wow, they're still making music. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought but, they were playing their new stuff. Yeah, I don't think they've had any new stuff since 1952 or something. But <laughs> yeah, sure, probably. <laughs> D- this is so funny. Did you catch this like uh, this like little joke of the Santas? How they get progressively less and less in Santa outfits. Oh yeah, and their gifts become less gifts. <laughs> the gifts become less gifts. Just yes. like but items. <laughs> it, it gets down to the point where the last two guys, like one's in like a red karate gi, and the other <laughs> one is like, like they're not in any, like one's like not in anything. Yeah, I think someone shows up with the, a banana. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. You know, he he would he would he would get all these gifts. He wouldn't you know quite know what to do with some of them. He got a model kit that he just sort of. But he always found a way to have fun with them. Yeah, so that's how he learned how to sniff model kit glue. Yeah, which is a great, like, funny, like, origin story of, I don't know, his bad habit. You ever put together a, uh... No. <laughs> I believe <laughs> no. I put together, like, a Star Trek ship here, here or there. That I, I believe, like a kid, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, when he's, um... <laughs> when he's talking about, like he's, like, he's sniffing glue, and then when he says, like, even, like... Uh, 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 one time Santa brought an elf. He starts like talking. You can hear Mac. Mac, you can hear Mac during this flashback. Go wait, <laughs> dude. Like when he's starting to catch on, <laughs> you yeah. can hear Mac go wait, dude. <laughs> and 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 he says like, yeah. Even one time Santa brought an elf. Yeah. And th- we see this guy come down the stairs, a little person. And right. This is uh, this is a credited character, Tiny. Yeah. What what do you got? Uh, he's played by Mark Pavanelli. He was born 1971 from Illyria, Ohio. He was in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, <laughs> Boardwalk Empire, Water for Elephants, Pushing Daisies, Mad Dogs, and Dahmer and Greg. Wow, nice. Pushing Daisies? Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> uh, he comes down the stairs and he's, he is in an elf costume, at, at least. He has an elf costume on, but sure. he's not wearing any pants. Nope. It's the first of two bare asses we get this episode. <laughs> he grabs a 
pretty reminiscent big bottle of vodka. Right, the traditional jug of vodka. Right, and he walked away. We could see his bare ass. And I love this as he's walking by. He goes, Merry Christmas to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> to the kid. Merry Christmas. <laughs> like the way he says it. Sorry. Yeah, so casual. Merry Christmas. Well, I'll see you out there. This guy, this guy is walking around like a 10-year-old boy with his dick hanging out. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, uh, it sounds like he showed up to have sex with the prostitute. <laughs> I know, but there's like a child. Like, what? Are you I doing? know it's it's a little messed up. And he <laughs> he walks by. He's like, it's goddamn son up there holding a <laughs> beer bottle to his head. See, it looks like such a real thing to do. <laughs> I know. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Great acting choice. So then, back at Charlie's mom's house, Matt comes to the conclusion that. Based on the story Charlie just told him, that his mother may be a prostitute, and Charlie freaks out. <laughs> no, no, so, no, no, they would just give my mom the money, and then the. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> based on the story you just told me, he says that twice. Based <laughs> on the story that you just, is, I think it's one of my favorite moments of this is that little subtle thing that like, he says it twice, like, <laughs> like based, like based on nothing but the your story words. You just told me. Yeah, your words, exactly, exactly. That's what he's trying to say. Your words, like based on the story you just told me. Like in your point of view and opinion, like because that's carried into it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so funny. It's funny, like when he's like, you know, based on the story you just told me, I think your mommy made a problem. He's like, no, 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 and he's like, no, I'm just saying, based on the story, like, he doubles down. Uh, he thinks that they were running a train on his mom for money. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he starts, when he starts like freaking out, he's like, "Yeah, go ahead, chew on that." Like, why does he want him to chew on? Like, why does he want to do this to Charlie? I don't know. Maybe he's just tossing back, like, "Hey, maybe your your childhood traditions weren't as. I mean, mine weren't great, but yours aren't either, dude." And the, Charlie starts going no, and Mac is saying yes. And it's like no, yes, no, yes. This goes on for. A little while, and Charlie freaks out, and and Mac pulls him out of there. Yeah, uh, and Mrs. Kelly just pokes in. Are you okay? And yeah. you see her like baking and like kind of dancing and stirring. Yeah, right. It's so yeah. funny. Like she's, I don't know. She made me laugh a lot <laughs> just because we're talking about such a weird, I don't know, dark subject, and she's just like happy go lucky in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. That is like her. That is like. That's her role. Mm-hmm. So then at Rayham Properties, Dennis, D, Eugene, and Frank come up with an idea to hide Frank in a couch. So they're at this place <laughs> now because there's a Christmas party later. Yeah. So, like, um, who's in charge of running this party that they're not there right now, like, or will run into them in the meantime? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um and they're there to show Frank how much the comp- like people at the company despise him. Right. That's the idea. Why, Ross, why is this a Christmas present to Frank? How is this a Christmas present to him? <laughs> That's such a, I know that joke has been done a million times, but it is funny. Like how is this a present? Cuz he's so dumb that he didn't get he was insulted earlier. <laughs> like it's just carrying over. Yeah. It's not the Christmas. No, it's not a Christmas present. It's the Christmas present. You know? <laughs> and then, by the way, Ross, like, if we were, like, in an improv scene or something, I would 100% do that. Like, that is my <laughs> instinct right. on everything is to sure. just be purposefully 
stupid. obtuse. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Frank's confused as to like why he's even there, right? I mean, when was the last time he was at this place? Yeah, he's confused why he brought that. But then this is so funny of Eugene being like, I didn't think I would still be involved. Like, can I go home? Like, <laughs> It's like he's being held hostage at this point. Like he, like he's like, does yeah, like does he have to be there? Did Did you notice the name of the place that we're at right now? Yeah, Rayham Properties. Yeah, never comes up, right? Again, no. This is this is not where he worked with Frank with Charlie later on, right? The Warthog. No, I can't. Well, maybe I don't know. We're gonna have to nah, keep an eye out for that. I don't. I don't know. think it is, but I don't think it is because none of these like what what do we make? What do you mean, what do we make? We make money. Do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what do we do? Like here, like Frank can't understand. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> uh, so he's like, he's like, he, he starts, he he starts to get it. Like he's like, he's like, oh, I I get what you, I get what you're doing. Uh, hide me in the, put me in the couch. Yeah, because they they explain to Frank like, yeah, they want these people to, like you know talk bad about Frank, so we can overhear it and realize like the impact he's had on people. But you know, Frank kind of gets it at that point, <laughs> but it's almost in a different tone, you know. Yeah, and, and and he's like, and when they're like, why, like, why do you want to be in the coach or whatever? And he's like, I I do I do it at home all the time. He does it at home all the time, and he catches <laughs> Charlie pounding off. Where do you come up with these terms? And why does he want to watch Charlie? Ma- you know what? Forget it. <laughs> you know, but D has a practical idea of like, hey, why don't you just go into the closet? You know. But if, the, if they're gonna do the Christmas Carol shit. He bullshit that Frank puts it. He's gonna do it his way. He wants to do it his way. He wants to be in the couch, <laughs> right? And they all so Frank, agree. And, and Frank does this so casually. He says this so casually. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a huge operation too. <laughs> yeah, it's a big ask. A big I think ask. that's like that. Like kind of adds to the, like how funny this is. Like the simple task of ripping out the back, pulling out the stuffing, and then sewing Frank inside the couch. <laughs> you know, like that'd be so incredibly difficult. Well, that's what I'm saying. This must have taken, like, a whole day. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one saw this. So then at the Rayham Christmas party, Dee and Dennis try to get people to talk about Frank until Frank crawls out of the couch. The most wonderful time of the year is playing here. It's the most. Andy Williams, I believe. Um, Again, I don't know who that. I couldn't tell you that. I would never be able to tell you that. Well, it was Andy Williams. So let's just say it Andy was. Andy Williams, he sounds like a cowboy from a TV show. <laughs> he does. Sixties. <laughs> 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 like Andy uh, Griffith or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so uh, uh Dennis comes up here and gives D a drink and he's worried that people D's worried that people are starting to notice the couch. <laughs> Of course they're going to go on this. This grown man crammed inside of a couch. And we pan over and we see the couch. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like bursting like, out of like You can see his hands. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like <laughs> I don't know. It's like smudged up to a glass type look. Right, yeah, We're yeah. Protruding from like out of the like fabric a, like of the couch. Like a ghost in a horror movie or something. <laughs> like coming through yeah. the wall. <laughs> And Eugene is sleeping on the couch next to this. Yeah, he's just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Dennis and Dee talk to some Rayham employees here just to try to speed things along. Do you have anything on these two Rayham employees? 
Yes, I do. Woman office worker is played by Ryan Michelle Bass. She was born 1978 from St. Louis, Missouri. She was in Boston Legal, How I Met Your Mother, Bones, Army Wives, First Wife Clubs, and Timeline. Man office worker is played by Mike Beaver. He was born 1973 from St. Catharines, Ontario. He was in uh, Modern Family, The Detour, Rizzolian Isles, The Itch, and Big Wolf on Campus. Nice. Ross, is is that what it says on your business card, man office worker? No, it says Big Wolf on Campus. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like it. So they come up to these guys, and they... they (laughs) Frank Reynolds, and he does like a thumbs down. We were just talking about Frank Reynolds. I have to ask, like, how long ago do you think he actually worked there? Is this where Frank just came from before he joined up with the gang? Possibly? You gotta think. I mean, you, you gotta think, uh, yeah. I, I mean, but it's... We're on the, what? We're about the fifth season? I guess yeah. it's at least five years. So, like, how many of these employees would actually know or remember Frank Reynolds? Like, a handful, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, cuz they don't they, they they but they don't even really question the Frank Reynolds thing yet. They just like, "Do you work here?" <laughs> <laughs> Spotted right away. <laughs> like, yeah, we pop what? around. Yeah, they pop around consulting here Consult- and next door. Across, across the street, street too. <laughs> the whole street. <laughs> <laughs> they can sell the whole street. This, this is funny. Like, is there a man inside that couch? <laughs> this <laughs> dentist thing is incredible. What are you saying? A man in the, in the couch? What are you? Say, what are you saying? A man in a like? What are you saying? Like, it's so funny. What are you saying? <laughs> Just say what are you saying? What are you saying? A man inside a couch? <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, <laughs> the hand gesture of like the the cuckoo <laughs> like D is doing. There is no man. There's no man. <laughs> There's no man. like the way he's like freaking all like that. That's and absurd. Say say uh uh say something about Frank, and then they're like, they're like, who who's Frank? Yeah, and Dennis the is losing his cool because yeah. Let, let's slow this down. Like like uh things aren't going to Dennis's plan right away because <laughs> like they're obviously seeing. Frank at the couch, which is like kind of ruining it, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He tries to do that nervous ha 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 laugh off, right? Yeah, that's when he's doing like what man? No, yeah, yeah. But he's saying like yeah, he does um, that big laugh off that he always saying? does. Yeah. And now, and now he's yeah. doing the like things aren't going to my plan, so I'm getting a little angry. And why aren't yeah. you doing the thing I'm I'm expecting that you're gonna do? Like yeah, just do the thing you're supposed to do. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the th- the exchange though here be- of like, of like, is there a man in that couch? <laughs> what man? There is no man. <laughs> Say something bad about Frank Rouse. Who's Frank Rouse? He's the man in the couch. So, so there, there is, is a man, man in the couch. couch. <laughs> We just say something about Frank that's horrible. Like, Come an like, asshole. Like the the idea of like the idea of like, he's the man in the couch. Like don't you don't you <laughs> don't like don't you know that? Yeah, the guy that isn't in the couch is Frank Reynolds. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's the man in the couch. Like, like it's so funny. It's just like it's like you're supposed to know this. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, catch up. Like, it's so, <laughs> it is so funny. So yeah, D's like yeah, just say say, say something. Frank Reynolds is an asshole. And they're they're happy about that. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Yeah, there it is. 
and Frank comes ripping out of this this couch. Yeah, he's birthed out of the couch. Uh, you get a hand it to Danny DeVito, right? I mean, I would never do something like this, but good for you, dude. I mean, he's like hot, sweaty, like <laughs> like theoretically in the the reality of the show, he was probably in there for hours. Like, yeah, crazy amount. He can't breathe. He can't, and he doesn't care that they called him an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is his now is his like I know in the reality of the episode he's his dong is out but filming this is his dong just out um, how does this get filmed like how do you film this you know they did uh do like a little extra thing on the DVD but they didn't talk like I mean it's mostly them just like kind of dicking around on set uh, we get some like camera information from um Savage but that was about it. Like I thought really? there was gonna be more detail. Like I would just love to know, like, like how, like, is this something? Is he wearing something? Is it like, how do you do something like this? Like, I know, I don't know. without I everyone just, don't just know. seeing your dick. Yeah, I think they wear a sock, but like, I can't tell you that Danny did. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, good on him. I mean, it is so funny. I mean, it's it is the most memorable thing that happens in this episode. Oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I love this scene in general just because it's so, like, Dennis and D. <laughs> yeah, and it is, like, when people think of the Christmas one. Oh, the Christmas one, the one where he comes out of the couch. Like, this, it's like, right. this is, like, this is it. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. It, you don't expect it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew this was going to happen, okay? Now, I hadn't watched this episode before, like, this yeah. month, really. So, yeah. look, I kn- I always knew Frank was in a couch, but I never knew why. So there is a Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will you just call him an asshole or something? <laughs> Who's Frank Rose? He's the man in the couch. Like, I can't get over <laughs> he's the man in the couch. It's the best line of that of that scene. It's he's the, the man in the couch? He's the man in the couch. Like... And the way After being like, adamant about there not being a person in no the man. couch. Yeah, there is no man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so funny. And we will be right back after these messages. And welcome back to the Always Sunny cast. For our listeners, that was... But a, but a little interlude. But for us, Ross, it's been a few days. <laughs> I'd say it's been about a week. Yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> we couldn't do that. Because th- th- this is going to be so long that at that point, we like, we like it was like late. We're like, we, we can't do this. So we broke it up. Yeah, it was late. It was a work night. You know, like it just wasn't going to work for us to stay up that late and push through. Plus all the note taking. To break it up was nice. Yeah, and sometimes when you get tired... Plus I got sick in between the break. <laughs> what did you do during the break? I played a lot of video games, I guess. That's about it. But uh, I, uh, I, I... and Plus, you know, when we if we went too long, we'd start getting tired. And, I, and our jokes would be even worse than they are normally. So we broke it up. <laughs> yeah, we just lose enthusiasm. You know what I mean? It's hard to maintain for three hours. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, it's going to be a long... We figured if we do... Uh, on a 22 minute episode we do like almost two hours sometimes so a, like a 45 minute episode right and <laughs> yeah it's gonna be this is gonna be a long one so yeah. i hope you know everyone's strapped in 
but uh <laughs> all right let's get back let's go <laughs> so restrap yourself well, for us, yeah but yeah let's get uh let's get let's jump right back into this we then cut to ricky falcone's house where charlie and mac attempt to apologize to him Rush, you got anything on our ricky falcone Yes, Ricky Falcone is played by Pablo Schreiber. He was born 1978 uh, from Britain, Columbia, Canada. He was in American Gods, 13 Hours, Orange is the New Black, Den of Thieves, Bubble Boy, and Weeds. Oh, cool, nice. Um, now, I just want to get this out of the way right now. Is it- You've seen him before, right? Well, he's, um, I think I saw, I saw he's, he's, Liv, he's Liv, Liv Schreider's brother, right? What's oh, his is last he? name? I didn't know that. Yeah, it says that somewhere on his Schreiber. Like, yeah, Schreiber. Live, leave Schreiber. You know that guy, right? Leave Schreiber. He was like Sabretooth in one of the X Men movies. Do you know that guy? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. He, it's a, yeah, this yeah. is. A, well, I know the name. I just don't. I don't. I couldn't put a face the to old, it. Truly, the only movie I remember him from is like that really bad Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie. I forget which one it was, and he's Sabretooth. <laughs> um, could have been a number of them. <laughs> yeah, but um. Is there anything about this? There's something about this guy's cadence. Like, tell me, does this remind you? Doesn't he sound almost spot on Anthony Jeselnik? Like the way he like he's like he's like yeah he has this like tone me. to his voice yeah yeah, yeah. and you're, like you're not, not gonna give, it, give back? it back like that's how Anthony Jeselnik delivers jokes. It is like, and if you close your eyes, yeah. it's so, like his even his voice. Like if you close your eyes, <laughs> it's to me it sounds like Anthony Jeselnik. It's crazy this guy's cadence. Yeah, well, I know him from American Gods. What? Like he plays the uh, the leprechaun. Yeah, you know what? I I um I didn't stick with it. So it was hard to like see him as this guy because <laughs> he looks so different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just I I I, I, I do want to get back into it, but I stopped watching the show. Yeah, I only watched like a couple episodes, but um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that like is just like his cadence is so very distinct. I don't know. It's like he's like a weird cadence to him. Um, so, so anyways, we start here at the door here and there's, there's two things that Charlie's doing right now at the beginning of this scene is he's burying this memory deep down and also he's, you know, he's just thinking maybe it didn't even happen, you know, maybe he's remembering Christmas wrong. So yeah, Mac does a good job of like checking in with Charlie to make sure he's okay. Make sure he's like not going to go postal, yeah, which is a little foreshadowing. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah. He is checking in on him. Yeah. Cause he's even saying like, you're being like surprisingly calm right now. <laughs> yeah for the news he just discovered <laughs> yeah right of course yeah so he's like he comes up here and they're at this this what he says here is ricky we're at ricky falcone's house now is that not just like such an incredible yeah. name yes that's a perfect name that's a kid from childhood name like he grew up around the block yeah, or like, something or someone you went to ricky school with falcone, like and they always say his first and last name he's like one of those guys yeah, yeah he's a he's full, a full namer. Namer. yeah yeah ricky falcone it, that's like a thing that's like um that's a thing I'm surprised Seinfeld never did was the the full namer. That sounds like a Seinfeld sort of like because they do firsty firsties, lasty firsties, yeah, whatever, firsty yeah. lasties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know they got those combinations going on. I know, I know going a couple on, full namers. Me too. I think we have some in common. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't want to say their full names, and if I just said their first names, you'd be like, what? <laughs> uh all right, so they're yeah, so they're here in front of Ricky Falcone's house. They're, he's basically saying, yeah, this is where he stole that Omnibot from. So Ricky mm-hmm. Falcone comes to the door. Well, how do you? How, well, how did Mac know that this was uh, Ricky Falcone's? Well, they went to high school. Th- well, well, how does he know it's Ricky Falcone's Omnibot? 
Yeah, that's what that's a question Charlie asks. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of <laughs> he just kind of remembers it being this house, and he used to thank Ricky Falcone in school. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up. I think that's so funny <laughs> that he's thanking him for something he doesn't know. He's probably annoyed yeah. by it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny that like Mac never just says like thanks for the Omnibot or whatever. He's just saying thank you or like. You know, couldn't the kid figure <laughs> yeah. out he got I his shit stolen? Just yeah, I imagine it's just generic thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so then Ricky Falcon comes to the door here, and he's in a bathrobe, and he's like got a beer in his hand. But we're yeah. gonna find out later that the gang thinks that he's in a rut. Now, do you do you think he's in a rut? <laughs> Is that your first No, thought? I think it's Christmas Eve, <laughs> and he's enjoying his day like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he comes to the door, and, you know, he's like, what do you want? And they're like, you know what? Let our friend do the talking. And I love this, like, look <laughs> Mac gives, because it's, like, such a smug, like... Look at this. Check this out. This is going to blow your mind. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he goes like, how does this? Now, I, I know the Omnibot does record like a voice. You can kind of make it do stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like, how did it just sort of roll into frame? <laughs> well, <laughs> how did it talk? I think it does do that. It, it does talk like that, though? Yeah, it has, like... like a, if you record something on it, it'll just play back your recording. Right. But this is, no, like, I think a robot maybe it voice, did. specifically. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, you, do you <laughs> think they're doing a robot voice on the tape? No. This is the robot talking. I think, it, I, I think it's a robot voice <laughs> <laughs> that they're just... I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it's always funny how robots work in movies and... TV and stuff because it's the bo- it's yeah, the boring sure. part is that they need controllers and all this like all this shit they're like it's the exactly. boring part yeah it's like and yeah the the Omnibot has th- has this little speech that it does about how he was stolen now it's funny because it's funny <laughs> because the robot is talking in like first person yeah I was stolen from you I love you like. And Are it, they appalled? And the robot says, I'm is sorry. So-. The robot says is sorry, right? The <laughs> robot says sorry, but what does the robot have to be sorry for? I don't know. So it's strange how yeah. the robot's in first person. I was stolen <laughs> from from you, you know. And he also says it was a misunderstanding. I get, well, it was <laughs> a big mu- misunderstanding, you know. Like, in, what, in what way was that a misunderstanding? Mac Luther didn't knew. know he was stealing. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mac didn't, but Luther knew he was stealing. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> so, I mean, and so, you know, the robot finishes, and Ricky Falcon says something that's, you know, pretty obvious. Yeah. Of, like, you stole this from me 20 years ago, and you're showing up now to give it back? R- and this Return? <laughs> no, not exactly. Oh, <laughs> and, like, that is, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's a little twist of a of a funny idea. It's already funny that they come back twenty years later. Yeah, but sure. But then the idea that they're also wait, no, we're not giving it back. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that is such a funny, like, that's an idea, like, you, I wouldn't think of, I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that either, but they're so selfish that they wouldn't. Yeah, they're selfish through everything. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even occur to them, like, even when he says you're giving it back, they look 
confused. Like, no. How did you? How could you even think that? Like, what made you think that? Well, I mean, think you want the robot back, seeing as you're a yeah, grown man. You're adult. Did, wait, did they already say that he looks like he's in a rut? No, they haven't hit that yet. Okay, yeah, because he's saying like. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Ricky lays out the logic, and then like they're saying to him, like, "Listen, like, whoa, like, no, it's just about the, you know, it's about the apology." And look, look, obviously you're in some sort of rut, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't look good. Like the way he says, "You don't look good." It's very, very funny. I'm not in a rut. Yeah, I'm not, he says, "I'm not." In a, do you th- yeah, and, and the way he says that almost sounds like maybe he is in a rut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like convincing. It wasn't very. It wasn't very convincing. And at one point when they're like. He's like getting mad about it, so because he even says like, so when they say like, no, we're not giving it back. He's like, so you come here twenty years later and you're not giving it back or whatever, <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. It's very funny to just restate their logic at them. Mm-hmm. It's like a very funny thing. And it's always a funny try to thing squirm to out of it a little bit. Yeah, try to like think like uh, like try to well, like, yeah. <laughs> it's more about the apology <laughs> than anything. <laughs> And when he's like going back into the house, Max says like, "Stop being so hard on yourself." Is a very fu- it's just accept the apology and stop being so hard on yourself. Is a very I don't know what, even know what he means by that. Like I truly don't even know what he means. Like, stop being so hard on yourself. What yeah, does that stop mean? being accept the apology and stop being so hard on yourself. I don't know. I don't know. It's very funny though. Yeah, uh, and he, you know, Ricky Falcone goes back back inside. And Mac's glad that he didn't pound them. That's good for Mac. You know, he doesn't want to get beat up. I mean, it is Philadelphia. That is what happens. That guy looked like he was like four feet taller than both of them. Too. Oh, I know. That that guy's <laughs> six five. <laughs> He's crazy. huge. Uh, and they're getting curveballs. They're getting all these curveballs. I know. They're like little Christmas tests. <laughs> now, what does he mean by that? The Christmas test. It's a Christmas spirit kind of test, you know? Is that from a movie? Is that a movie thing? I think that is a movie, like, trope, I think, to be tested on some level. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's where his mind is at. It's like, uh, it's like, I think that, yeah, that's where, like, his mind is at. It's sort of like Christmas is, like, magical. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's trying to, like, if you just believe hard enough, mm-hmm. it works or something like that. Yeah, so it's a Christmas test. And also, curveball is a very always sunny term. We're getting curveball. <laughs> curveball. I don't know. It's just something about you. Don't really hear anyone say that. Yeah, I, I well, know. Well, I, I, I heard Mike Schmidt say it. Who the hell? Who's Mike Schmidt? <laughs> you tell me. You don't know who Mike Schmidt <laughs> no, we'll get, is. We're not. We're not even there yet. We're I know. Yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're almost there. We're very <laughs> close. Because at this point, at this point, they're like, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll go down to the mall. And this is Matt comes up with a new plan. And this, like, I don't, tell me what you think of this plan. They're going to go down to the mall, buy the hottest toy, and give it to Ricky. Do they know Ricky Falcone has kids? No, they don't. <laughs> so they're going to give it to Ricky Falcone's theoretical kids. <laughs> right. And then he'll forgive them. And then they'll get the Christmas spirit. It is night. What is, like, so it is not. What do they think will happen when they get Christmas spirit? Because they're so selfish. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think they're this, just seeking happiness. Even though this isn't a bad plan, it's not selfish. It's not like necessarily bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting to me that there's like it's like there's like the motivation of this is almost good. It's almost <laughs> good, but it's like just misdirected, which it's misdirected. Is expected. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, but it's just yeah, it's it, it's interesting. And and also they're gonna give him some new clothes. Yeah, because he's kind he's, of in a rut. Yep, kind of in a rut. <laughs> they keep saying rut. <laughs> right, because <laughs> they have like intentions for him to like wear it to a job interview or something. <laughs> very strange. It's a very strange idea, which almost seems like something that would be cut in the writing of it. But it's like I'm glad this made it through this little runner yeah. about this shirt to a job interview because he's in a rut. Mm-hmm. Like there's just no need for this little storyline kind of. <laughs> I think it's like uh, uh, insult to injury type humor. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And so from there, so from there, we cut to um. Oh, oh wait, wait. You know, before we get out of the scene, when when now they say like, okay, which way is the bus? And they right. I know exactly scene, what you're gonna say. Is this a joke? Is this a subtle joke? I'm gonna say I was thinking that this is a subtle because they're saying yeah, yeah, he's in a rut. Now, which way is the bus? As in, like, they're taking public transportation, they're in a wreck kind of thing. Not that that necessarily is that. Right. But you know what I mean. No, actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think of it from that angle. But would like I... neither of them have a car? I, but, uh, you know, I don't want to disparage anyone that doesn't have a car. No, I mean, sure. And I mean, a lot of people don't have them if they live in a major city. But the yeah, idea th- is, uh, well, the joke that I thought was going to come out of this was Charlie saying, like, he took a left and not knowing which left oh. it would have taken. That would have brought it back to that er- yeah. joke at the beginning of the episode where he's hanging to like the Like, Charlie, Ch- Charlie should have started walking left and Mac walking right. Right. Cause and, he, or, or, right? and he goes, hey, no, Charlie, your other left. Well, we can't and walk the same like, way. Running. Or something like that. You know, some sort of combination of them not knowing the directions. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I was just wondering if this was... this. Which ways the bus was a joke or not? I, I wasn't sure. It's no, kind of almost I, too subtle for Always Sunny. You know what I mean? It was in some way. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Well, that's why I didn't even pick up on that angle of it. You know. Well, I don't know if it, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Just so it might used not to even them be. taking the bus. Yeah, right. Because because of course Mac and Charlie don't have a car. And last mm-hmm. time we seen them in a car was Dee's car driving right. into a wall. <laughs> so we have. So they don't have a car or anything. So. So then at the mall, Mac and Charlie attempt to buy Ricky Falcone the hottest toy of the season. And in this store, real quick, you can see we get some three Xbox 360 stuff on the back. Halo yeah. Wars and Fable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, look, it almost looks like a GameStop or something. But there's actual toys in there. Yeah. To me, it looks like a KB Toys. Yeah, maybe Remember it is. Remember KB yeah. Toys? Of course, yeah, KB Toys, yeah, of course, yeah. Speaking it, of, to- yeah, it might be. Speaking of toy stores, I think Toys R Us are down to one store now. I think I heard that on the news. No, I think they're making one because they. I think they're they're at zero stores right now, but they're making like one big mega. Oh, maybe store that was comeback. the story. I heard half of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you came and brought that knowledge here to the podcast. I half sort of red knowledge that you have yeah just like I <laughs> and read also lots by the of way articles and just tell you the headlines <laughs> and by the way the i could be wrong too from what i remember of the headline was they're building one big mega store oh yeah maybe that's it it's probably going to be at northgate in revere massachusetts i hope so <laughs> I'll, I'll be the day one <laughs> uh okay yeah so they're inside this store here and uh, yeah, Charlie comes running here and he bought him a shirt. Like that is so funny. Like <laughs> that they follow through with that stupid idea. Yeah, and I'm glad they got it just to have something. You know, they're always sunny. They, they they buy each other clothes in a weird way where it's like jean shorts. You don't know <laughs> a lot of weird <laughs> clothing gifts. 
Yeah, like you don't know like his size, his style, his anything. anything. Yeah, anything. Like you just you can't, you can't do that. Like yeah, buying I mean? like, buying someone else clothes is very like I don't know uh, imposing. I think. Yeah, and I'm not just talking like a t-shirt with like a dumb something on it. Yeah, I'm talking like a button-up shirt. Like, <laughs> can you imagine I bought you a button-up shirt? You'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? Like, this is like, what is this? Like, it'd be strange. I think. <laughs> so yeah, he buys him this like blue button-up shirt, and you know he can wear it to a job interview, clean his act up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Get him out of that rut. They don't know anything about him. All they t- they talk to him for like thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah, he's wearing a robe and a generic <laughs> football shirt. And so then, then they're like, uh, they're, even Max says though here we're like, oh yeah, and about his skin, they should give him some like some skin. Oh my god, his skin terrible. <laughs> I love that. That's just like invented like a height, like a little bit of a height. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, uh, well, what's the hottest toy? They don't know, so they're gonna ask the employee. And Ross, you got anything on this employee here? Uh, toy Store Clerk is played by Derek Waters, who was born Hello. 1979 from Baltimore, Maryland. He is, of course, the creator of Drunk History, Mythic Quest, yeah. Santa Clarita Diet, and the Sarah Silverman program. Right, right, right. He's not the creator of those things. He's just in those things. Yes, I, I should have said that. <laughs> he's a creator <laughs> of Drunk History like... <laughs> and acted in the rest of those right. titles. Yeah, yeah, and he's. <laughs> the guy who interviews the people basically during junk history yes uh yeah dark waters um very deadpan in this yeah like uh could be stoned <laughs> he was yeah that, that's an option he also yeah. just lacks the enthusiasm to work at a toy store <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. It's just not like, mas- matching the energy of the location. Well, Ross, what is the hottest toy this season? Well, I already told you, Zuzu pets. <laughs> well, whatever they are. <laughs> well, oh, that's true, too. That's true. There's Zuzu pets, but they're not looking for Zuzu pets. They should be. <laughs> they're looking for R- Redman the Robot. Yeah, Redman the Robot. Because shit don't change. <laughs> shit don't change. I love that. For- yeah, yeah, they're still looking for like little robots, um, but they're sold out. Yeah, but it's Christmas Eve, dude. You're not gonna sell it on Christmas Eve, right? Now, what is Charlie's? Uh, he does kind of say like you would stock up. What kind of business is that? But the idea of it's the complete opposite idea of what actually would happen. It would sell out on Christmas. Oh Eve. yeah, that it would sold out a week day. ago. Like, what do you mean? Like, how could you sell on Christmas Eve? It's very funny. Yeah. So yeah, they they, he, they sold, but but. Charlie starts to get kind of mad here at first. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny how it switches. Like at first, Charlie starts to get kind of mad right here. Yeah, Mac calms him down a little bit. Mac, when Mac calms him down, yeah, and he says, "You know what? I get that. Go get the special reserve ones you keep in the back." That <laughs> he says that I know you got in the back there. <laughs> There's people that like think shit like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I know we knew one of them. <laughs> Yeah, this is like like you think like like what do you like? I, I, yeah, it's like, crazy. What, to do think they have that, to benefit like. from not selling products? They're a yeah. retail store. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's gonna be in the front if it can be <laughs> on Christmas Eve, especially. <laughs> and and yeah, so the the, the reserve back, but he says like no, like seriously, I there's no more. They sold out. There's a lot of people here. There's there's no more. Right. Okay. So hold on a second. You tell me if Mike shit were to <laughs> Mike shit. <laughs> You want to take, take, take that again? Right, okay. So hold on here. 
You're telling me if Mike Schmidt were to walk in here right now and say, hey, get me a Redman of the Robot, you'd say, we're all out. We're sold out, Mike. <laughs> Who's Mike Schmidt? Bro, have some respect here, man. Bro, have some respect. It's very funny. Now, there's a very interesting thing that happens in this. This this is very fu- this This little scene, this little like self-contained scene is a standout scene of the episode. Yes, it's very for funny. Sure. It, there's a very interesting thing that happens here that, that I really like at the beginning where Charlie is also not happy that he doesn't know who Mike Schmidt is. That also bothers Charlie. Yeah. But as it goes further, Charlie switches and is like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like it like, at first, like, it's reasonable that you live in Philadelphia, you know who Mike Schmidt is, but mm-hmm. it's like not, and it's like, it's like, it's like, he, Charlie thinks like, well, you should know who that is. That'd be like us in Boston not knowing who like David Ortiz is or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, but then, he's, but the other ones are like a little more obscure. So Charlie's like, "Well, all right." I like how he kind of switches. Like, "Well, it's not that big a deal," you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very interesting, and they do it so smoothly. Well, it's uh, funny transition between like Charlie, like you said, being red hot at the beginning of the scene. Right. This also and then switches. There's almost like a transfer of energy where Mac just yeah. picks up that heat, <laughs> you know, and yeah, runs exactly. with it. That- that's right yeah so when he's like he's like he's like i don't know who who you know who mike schmidt is and he's at these they start getting like really upset and like when charlie starts trying to calm him down <laughs> don't lose your cool don't lose your cool man calm down don't lose your cool and he's like i just he's a leading home run hitter i love how charlie's just being like no he's not <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well he's for white guys and charlie's like not even for that like they, <laughs> they, he's trying to like put some logic. more than him <laughs> they have this like little like you know we call them stop downs like but they have this little like mike schmidt kind of stop down in yeah, the middle yeah, of yeah. this thing you know what i mean like this little mike schmidt <laughs> conversation happens within this larger it's, like it's, it's, it's pretty amazing yeah <laughs> yeah whereas did you look up anything about mike schmidt at all or anything uh i just looked up mike schmidt and yeah sorry mike schmidt played 18 seasons of major league baseball uh he played third base for the phillies like the entire time like that was i guess yeah. his entire career um, did you know who mike schmidt was no no me <laughs> he stopped playing me in 1989 so oh, okay all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right like yeah. we wouldn't yeah I actually found an interesting tidbit about Mike Schmidt. Oh, what's up? Baseballreference.com ranks Schmidt's mustache as the sixth best in history. Oh, my God. (laughs) I did read that. (laughs) I did read that. Yeah, the sixth best in... Now, is that baseball history, or are they talking history? I'd like to think history. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, baseballreference.com is probably talking about history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mike's the first, so yeah, so Mike Schmidt, you know, if he came in here, what what we have you from Mike? They're getting mad about this and then this leads to oh what? You tell me Vaughn Hayes comes in here and you know who <laughs> no, you aware of Vaughn Hayes? <laughs> no, and I did not know Steve Bedrock Bedrosian either. Steve Bedrock that's a great name. Bedrock. Bedrock. It's so good. <laughs> it's kinda it cool. So good. Oh. Did you look anything up with them? No. I mean I get I get their uh I get their Wikipedia's here. I, I skim the Wikipedia's. I like there's no interesting anything like with the mustaches or anything, but you know, they're Phillies players. Okay, so know. they played in Philly. Okay. Yeah, I think the idea is... He's just um, naming local uh, athletes. And he pr- is a Phillies fan. I mean, he's a Philly. They're Phillies fans. Sure, yeah. So, they're you know, he's naming... In Pennsylvania, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but other than that, no, there's nothing too... too 
too out of, too wild or anything like the mustache. <laughs> but yeah, they don't know who that is, and and he's getting heated, and Charlie's. I, I love this where <laughs> Mac is like. He's lying. He like pushes him. He says he's lying. I don't buy it, bitch. He's lying. Like it's so funny. Like, he's lying about Robbie the Red Man or not. Or no, no, Nick yeah, no. <laughs> what is back more bad about at this point? It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to tell. And as he's pulling, as Charlie's like pulling him out of the store, you know, he's like, he's like, come on, man, no one knows who Vaughn Hayes is. <laughs> they do a lot of baseball stuff yeah max specifically you know? yeah. yeah 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 a lot of baseball stuff you know rob mcelhenny like he's like a co-owner of a, of a soccer team now a, a european football team uh, yeah with uh ryan reynolds with, right with ryan reynolds yeah yeah they're making like a documentary right now i think oh that should be cool i'll watch yeah yeah so then as mac and charlie are walking through the mall so then as mac and charlie are walking through the mall and as they are discussing a new plan, Charlie gets traumatized when he sees a mall Santa. So Charlie is like about Charlie does agree about Mike Schmidt, which is so funny. Like, yeah, he does I mean, agree about Mike Schmidt. Like, who doesn't know who Mike Schmidt? Is? <laughs> uh, it is a, a Ross. It's another Christmas test. Yeah, this it's is another, another little Christmas test. That's it. New plan from Mac. New plan. Just like that. <laughs> It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> like, what, like, what is he talking about? It's a, he just, like, I love him, like, Mac just, like, kind of says stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, says stuff. Uh, this is what they're going to do. They're going to wait for the mall to close. Then they're going to sneak inside and steal the robot. No, 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 no. You're just stealing again on Christmas, dude. Oh, shit, dude. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> no, but you know what's funny is, is there's no robot. I Mac, know there's nothing there for them no to steal. Robot. There's nothing for you to steal. Like <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> so yeah, like so he's thinking that's that's right. So he really thinks maybe his parents messed him up. You know, his parents probably messed him up. Yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, but look at Charlie. What? Right? He's Charlie? well balanced. I mean, he's calm. Uh, he's cool. Yeah, he, he's getting curveballs. <laughs> he's getting you know he's getting curveballs left and right. <laughs> curveballs for mommy. He says. Yeah, he's sti- and he says he's standing tall, he's calm, and then he sees Santa. So then Charlie makes his way over to Santa and asks him a a very strange question. <laughs> very strange question? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a description. So we get that bell toll, which uh, we hear from time to time. Ding! Yeah, that yeah, dong. Like we're, in like a, we're in like a different yeah. reality. Alert. Kind of thing. And every, now, and... Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Is playing, and but it's like slowed down. Yeah, it's, it's like kinda, it's like made it's to like sound haunting. like it's like haunting. Yeah, it's like made to like sl- it's like yeah, and like Mac is calling for Charlie, but it's like it's it's like distant. That muffled sounds like really far away. Coming, yeah, trying yeah, to come yeah. through like there's a barrier. And he's bumping into people. Yeah, he's just, just sort of like. A zombie. He's just like walking through people like a huge Mac line. Max apologizing, <laughs> and uh, and he walks up to Santa. Do you have anything on the Santa here? Okay, Mall Santa is played by Donovan Scott. He was born nineteen forty nine from Chico, California. He was in such titles as Police Academy, Popeye, Back to the Future Part Three, I Know Who Killed Me, and and a number of. Santa Claus themed movies. <laughs> Let me read those through. 
<laughs> sure. North Pole colon open for Christmas. Okay. Claws with a K. Mm-hmm. He played a Santa Claus in Baby Daddy. Okay. He was also in Santa Switch, Matchmaker Santa, The Three Little Gifts. He played Santa <laughs> in the, in the TV show The Middle. He played Santa. <laughs> this guy covered on a nice little niche for himself. Yeah, he was in Bones. He played Santa Larry. <laughs> he played the Bones of Santa. <laughs> and um, he was in a movie called Sleigh Bells Ring. And he was in Days of Our Lives as Santa. And he was in something <laughs> called Pansky and McShane as Santa. So what you're trying to say here is this is America's Santa. <laughs> I mean, find me one more actor that's played in more <laughs> Santa movies. So he comes up here and uh, he wants to know where Charlie's little one is. He's looking around for a kid. Doesn't see one. Charlie just sits down straight on his lap. So Charlie comes... So he starts like looking around here. He's like looking around for. Her. He's like, oh, "Where's your little one?" He's looking for around for a kid. No kid. Charlie's just sort of standing there, and he just sort of plops down on his his lap. I know. He. <laughs> it's so weird, because he's like, it's more like I'm pinning you down. Yeah. I, I'm gonna attack yeah. you. And uh, this guy's a little confused, and he he asks Mac yeah. if if he's at a hard R. Yeah, is Charlie a hard R <laughs> over here? But don't worry, I got this one. He got this one, so yeah, he's gonna, he's, he's, he's like, oh, I got it. But Charlie wants to know, do you fuck my mom? Uh, it, uh, his response is imperfect. <laughs> he goes, "What do you mean?" Like it's, the most, it's, it's such like a what? real response. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you like? What do you mean? <laughs> 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 and Ross, when this was broadcast on FX, they he said, "Did you sex my mom?" Did you sex my mom? Oh, wow. You would think they would just go with bang, because that's already, like, part of their, you know, vernacular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they say bang all yeah, the time. Right. I'm surprised they didn't say it here. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Well, they, they Is all... it because this is, like, a movie? This They were, like, we got to scale it up and say a curse word? Um, <laughs> I'd be hard-pressed to call this a movie. <laughs> Yo, girl. Uh, Yo, well, girl. It was, like, kind of like a special episode, I guess. Yo, girl. It was a premium, for sure. Yo, girl. You like this movie? <laughs> 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 yeah, Yo, you don't like this movie? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so yeah, so they cleaned it up for the for the earring on FX, but but you know, yeah, it's DV Family Guy's Family Guy does the same thing. Like they'll full on just swear, and they'll just swear because they can swear and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of like what this feels like. It's like, oh, they can, so why not? It is strange, though, isn't it? Hearing it, yeah, it's not my thing. If if they don't have to. It just sort of takes me out of it. But isn't something, I don't know what it is, maybe just growing up in the era when we watch stuff, but, like, there's something about the bleep that is funny. Like, you bleep, oh, yeah, sure. you know what I mean? Like, the bleep itself mm-hmm. is funny. Yeah, because it makes you safe. Yeah, and it's just stupid, and it's just, like, it's, it's, just, like, interactive. it's just stupid, <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It's something, like, I would always love it, like, when the Simpsons would do one real quick or something. You know what I mean? It's like, a beep, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just. But yeah, so he's like, what do you mean? And uh, he bites Santa's neck, I guess is the only way. He <laughs> bites Santa. And yeah, Charlie loses cool hard, right? Yeah, I would say his cool has been lost. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes, he bit me. <laughs> and it's just chaos. There's like all kinds of people running yeah. all over the place. It's madness. And we get this real quick thing for truly no reason where Mac elbows this woman in the face. 
with the, the face? <laughs> like, truly no I, reason. I wouldn't say no reason. <laughs> this is a reflex Max has. Max, that is true. This is a reflex I mean, that Max I has. I mean, within the reason and the context of the show in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds to the yeah, chaos. <laughs> Because we have seen Mac elbow Carmen before. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the same kind of motion. That's the right. exact same way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Ross, I, I read online that in all this chaos and, the, and running around, the, you could see Rickety Cricket in the mall. Now, I looked quite a few different times, and I could not find him. Maybe. I don't know. This is from the always... Do you believe everything you read on the internet? <laughs> Ross, is, don't you subscribe to my newsletter? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so this chaos, everyone's going crazy, and uh, Mac is, like, just dragging Charlie out in a way. Charlie's covered in blood. And oh, yeah, the blood around his mouth is so great. They're playing the silly Always Sunny music to, like, lighten this up. It's like, dun, 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 dun. you know what I mean? It's like this, like... like it, that just adds to the chaos Yeah, the, the music, too. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so he's, it's, it's amazing they could get away. <laughs> I mean... There's so many witnesses, it's, n- it's insane. Oh, yeah, that and they're just, like, mall security. There must be tons of people just hanging out by that area anyway. Yeah, like... Because of all the Christmas nuts. <laughs> yeah. So then, at a cemetery, Dee, Dennis, and Eugene attempt to show Frank his Christmas future. And we open up the scene here, and Eugene just wants to be dropped off. Yeah, after the done, <laughs> can you just drive me home? Like, I feel, I feel him. I get it. <laughs> he says it, like... At the end of the scene, but like he didn't think he would be involved <laughs> at this point, and he truly does not need to be there. Yeah, they say no to driving him <laughs> home. They're like, we don't have time for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So they come up here and they point to Barbara. We remember Barbara. Yeah, Barbara Reynolds, nineteen forty-eight to two thousand seven. She was a, um, I remember her as a beloved mother and wife. And we, we pan over from that, and they're like, this is where you, this is your grave. And now, what what happened? They came here early and dug a hole here? I, I thought the same thing, because that is like an entire six-foot grave. And then they put up this, like, little poster board. It was like cardboard <laughs> cut out of a gravestone. <laughs> now, like, this, this whole episode takes place in one day. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know at what how they got ahead of themselves to do this. It's very but. funny though because it's like it's like it says it says um it says you know Frank Reynolds 1947 to 2010 he was a dick of a father. That's the that was what it would say on his gravestone. Yeah, did you notice anything weird about the gravestone? No. Other than it wasn't a gravestone. Oh no, it was like a piece of cardboard. But yeah, what? The the date nineteen forty seven. I believe at one point we do see Frank Reynolds' ID, yeah. and the ID is dated um, nineteen forty three. Wow. Okay. A little discrepancy. So it's a little weird inconsistency, but who cares? Maybe we'll, maybe there'll be a time travel episode that'll explain it sometime. Well, we have three more seasons <laughs> added on to the pile, so uh, so anything's possible. And he Frank goes though. Frank is like, well, what is this though? This is not this is not his future. This is not him. Yeah, he's not going to be buried in, when he's dead. <laughs> yeah. When he's dead, just throw him in the trash. <laughs> no, that is like one of his most famous lines. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just, and it's, it's funny it's from this. Funny for me to like finally see yeah. it. Yeah, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> he's in s- Throw me in the trash. <laughs> he's psychotic. <laughs> he is so psychotic. Uh, <laughs> and they like what? they for, they like they can't handle this. They're like, you change now. Like they're like they were fed up. Like you, we've done everything you're supposed <laughs> to change by now. You know, like what are you doing? Change. Yeah. Um, and they want reparations, cars, Lamborghinis, and money, and. And they're freaking out. And, and purses. And, and purses. And Frank says, like, ha, huh, like, that's what this is all about, isn't it? And in unison, they both go, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and Frank points out, like, you guys don't give a shit whether or not I change or not. That is the, it's all that about is you. true. What you want. That, gimme, 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 gimme. And that is true. Like, they are being horrible, but also, like. He's horrible, but also what they're doing is also horrible. You know what I mean? It's sort of like right. Yeah, they they truly are not learning the lesson. <laughs> Kinda, you know what I mean? No, like, if they're trying to force something. Yeah, but I just love that unison. Yeah, like, like yes, it's about <laughs> the material. Yeah, obviously, yeah, it's about the material stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, he's like, you guys are never gonna. I love how he breaks it down. You're never gonna learn, Dennis. You're never gonna learn, D'Angelo. I like how he says them both together. Like that, mm-hmm. he calls her D'Angelo. Like it's very rare we see. He calls her D'Angelo a lot in this episode. Well, it, it, Frank is. It's very rare because he he'll go in and out of being their father. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's acting like yeah. their father, so he like talks to them like their children. You know? Yeah. And. Uh, I love this. This like he's like you're never gonna learn the lesson. And Dennis is like screw your lessons. He starts doing those kicks, <laughs> dude. I would lose. They're like aerobic kicks. I would lose my something. mind on set if Glenn. He starts kicking like that. Like he's like screw your screw your lessons. <laughs> and this is where Eugene says, uh, I didn't think I'd still be involved because Frank has left at this point. <laughs> and then when he says that, they turn on him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they directed their anger at Frank directly at him. <laughs> you know what, Eugene? You are useless. You've been an awesome disappointment. You've been an awesome disappointment <laughs> an to awesome us. awesome disappointment. It's so funny. An awesome disappointment. Uh, it, you, yourself, have ruined Christmas. <laughs> and then they start talking about, like, well, you didn't let me talk about, you know, the Lord to Frank. And then they, oh, take, they no, lose no, their no, mind. No. We don't want to hear about the Lord anymore. They get so mad. They're like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we get a, I'll shove my fist right <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> you know, if he loves them so much, why don't they swing by with their Lamborghinis and drive them home? And <laughs> take your ass home. <laughs> and he, that was a great line uh, from Dennis. And they storm off, and they leave Eugene Eugene there. In the middle of the cemetery, in the dark. <laughs> so then back at the bar, Charlie, Mac, Dee, and Dennis are about to give up on Christmas when they get a very disturbing phone call. So then, so do you notice what Mac is looking at when the scene opens up when they're behind the bar? Yes, I do. Train schedule. I, I saw a TikTok about it, yeah. Is that interesting? That's mm-hmm. cool. Did you know? Did you? <laughs> it's very subtle, but yeah, he's looking at train schedules because they're gonna go throw rocks at trains later. I know it's pretty cool detail that like you could easily overmiss. Now Charlie still wants to deliver the shirt. He still wants to give the shirt to, to Ricky Falcone. It's got blood all over it. Yeah, he pulls he pulls out the shirt like Max like you mean this shirt and it's covered <laughs> in, in Santa's blood, so that's not gonna work. Uh, I think he's gonna get back to the basics. Yeah, throw rocks at throw trains. Throw rocks at trains. Back to the basics. 
And this is where Dean Dennis come in, and uh, Christmas is a bullshit holiday. Christmas is officially banned from Patty's Pub. They start pulling down the, the some of the decorations. <laughs> yeah, they just start ripping down decorations. I'm dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. And, and they're like, you know, they're like, Yo, pull up a chair, whatever, have a drink. Like, we're starting to feel the same way. Mac and, and Charlie say that. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah. feeling the same way. They're all bummed out on, on Christmas. Because, you know, Christmas is such bullshit. You just find out that your dad stole all your presents and your mom gets fucked by a never-ending series of Santa Clauses. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first they're hearing about any of this. Uh, and, you know, oh, and, well, by the way, Charlie's mom is, was, is a prostitute. Well, we don't know uh, for we sure. Know that for sure. Just accept it, move past it, and move on. Whatever he says there. Like, <laughs> I love that delivery. Just move on. <laughs> and move on. <laughs> Yeah, because the phone is ringing here, and Charlie finds out that he, he, you know, interrupts the gang, and he says, "Hey, Frank's dead." Yeah, they want to. They want them to come up and uh, ID the body. Yeah, and everyone gets kind of somber. So then, at a hospital, we find out Frank is in fact alive, and he tells the gang about the accident. Mm-hmm. Now, when Frank comes in here, this when they come in here, they're walking down the hallway, they're like preparing themselves, they're getting ready. And they open the door, and Frank goes, yo. And he throws both his hands up in the air. Now, <laughs> tell me. Now, tell me. Like, this reminds me so much of Billy Higdon. Like, if you walk into a room, that's how he would greet you. Yo. You know, he'd, like, throw both his hands up. Yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so Billy Higdon. And just like, yo. I, I was talking to him today. Oh, really? Yeah. He was talking about getting on another episode for season six. Oh, that'd so. be awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it reminds me just that, that I love that just, like, Yo, like, what's up? <laughs> Yo. It's so casual. And he knows what they're walking into. He knows what they think. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew you guys would never come to see me, so I faked my own death. It's, like, quite an extreme thing to do. He explains here that he was in the Countach, and he spun out because the door was open. Now, isn't that such a funny... Because he talks about how he can't reach the door earlier, and he wants to put that bag on the door to lower it. Mm-hmm. So we see the consequence of him not doing that is the door. He can't shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very. Funny. I mean, luckily he sprung out through the open door, <laughs> and he only sprained his. He just ankle. shows like his. <laughs> yeah, he just shows his ankle. It's like something you wouldn't even be in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, for. no, definitely, definitely. And, and they even show the the Countach. They even show it driving with the door up. Yeah, that like uh, reenactment is actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, because he's in the car and the door is up and he's he's driving. You just seen the car like gun down the street <laughs> yeah. with the door open. Door open. <laughs> it's so funny looking. <laughs> like the fact that he'll just drive it with the door open, like. And uh, <laughs> I would love to see the bag contraption to see it like work. That contraption that he wanted to make. Yeah, <laughs> see him like try to do it. Uh, so, yeah, so he's eating his cheesy loops and his chocolate-covered malt balls out of the bag, and the car, the car starts, like, swerving out of control. Yeah, he hits a uh, patch of ice. Yeah, a patch of ice, and he swerves out of control. Swerves out of, out of control, and he's thrown from the car. So then we see Frank's vision, which is in the style of an old Rudolph claymation movie. Wow, this is freaky. Oh, hello there, Frank. Hey, who said that? 
Over here! I heard you've been a grumpy, gussy Christmas grouch. Yeah, so what? Well, you need to get the Christmas spirit. I don't need to listen to this shit. Where the hell is my Coontosh? I'm getting out of here. Coontosh? Yeah, it's a Lamborghini shitbird. You ever heard of one? What the hell was that, you little green bitch? Christmas is a time for joy for every girl and every boy. Rich or poor, old or young, the Christmas spirit's in everyone. But you'll miss out on all the fun, cause you're not nice to anyone. A grumpy, gussy Christmas grouch who hides out in his couch. Watching his roommate pounding off. Pulling fake-outs, pulling pranks, gives your friends the Christmas cranks. And this is how they will react when they finally crack. They'll whip your arm off at the bone, eat it like an ice cream cone, and gouge your eyes out with a spoon, blow them up like two balloons, keep them close so you can see, as they chainsaw off your knee, bash your body with a board and hang you by your spinal cord! Oh, shit. And then they'll rip you down so you survive. Grind your legs while you're alive. Throw you to a gator pit. Let them gnaw on you a bit. Pull you out and stab your face. Spray your wounds out full of mace. Now they're really getting brazen when you're burned by racists. Singing raisins. Not too late to make amends with your family, with your friends. All you really have to do is get the spirit. Get the Christmas spirit. Get the Christmas spirit, the Christmas spirit inside you. Goodbye, folks. Ross. That elf that is that we just heard singing. A uh, Christmas elf is played by Michael Yurchak. He was born 1971 from Los Angeles, California. He was in Club Dread, Beer Fest, The Slam and Salmon, Tacoma FD, Sailor Moon, and Mad Men. Is he in Broken Lizard? He must be. Uh, well, he must be tight with that crew. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. He's in a lot of their titles. Yeah, Slam and Salmon is a very underrated movie. Oh, dude, <laughs> that movie's so <laughs> yeah. funny. Uh, so yeah, so we, we see here Frank talking about this magical land and it fades into his like vision and it's in a claymation style. Like, uh, do you ever, uh, you know what? I gotta say, I never watched those old animated Rudolphs. They were like too old for me when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm probably in the same boat there. I mean, I may have like, I I mean, I can't tell you what happens to them, really, other than Rudolph gets a red nose and they need him. (laughs) Like, you you know it in passing. Like, you have seen it, but you didn't absorb it, you know, right? Like, it didn't didn't stay with you. No, 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 not at all. It was just something that was on TV. Something that was on TV that I feel like I just didn't want to watch, but at that time, you just watched whatever was on. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't have any options. (laughs) Yeah, whatever was there was what you were watching, so. But, uh, yeah, so, but this is, so this is in that style, this like this elf is there with and the it, the the doll of Frank is awesome. I mean, it's so oh, cool. Oh yeah, I mean, all this whole, all this looks so good. 
yeah it's very well done um i'd say even like the dialogue up front <laughs> when he's talking about the coontosh and he's like i i mean i mean <laughs> coon i mean the, tosh. The, I, <laughs> this uh well before we get to that though like this this like whole like sequence like this is mm-hmm. why you make a dvd like to, to have the budget to do to this, do something to like do this, this. yeah. You know I mean, this is like why you this do is clearly it. where they spent all their money. Yeah, this <laughs> aside from renting a coon. But it's like it's it's also like wild. You know what I mean? It's like something yeah. different. Like later, we're gonna see animation and stuff from them. But mm-hmm. but yeah, like this is like it, this is them like doing something very very different than normal. Yeah, very uh, very different, very out of their universe. Um, other TV shows have done stuff like this sure, too. Yeah, um, this this Rudolph thing will never. This will always be like be the reference. Be the reference point. Yeah, yeah. It's strange, but yeah. So so yeah, he says here. Yeah, he he's looking for his Countach. He doesn't know what that is. <laughs> oh, uh, it's a Lamborghini shipper. shipper. Even before that, too, he's like, I have to listen <laughs> to this shit. Like the way he's talking to this guy, <laughs> shippered. And this, like, the response of this elf is crazy. <laughs> Frank saying that at all in an animation yeah. is crazy. It, the response is crazy. The el- Christmas elf just spits on him. <laughs> the rudest thing I could think and of. And then they launch into this this Christmas song here. It, yeah. And You're going to sing it? No. No, we all, we all just heard it. <laughs> we just heard it. We just heard it. But the idea of, like, um, there is a, a, a lesson that the song like that that comes through through this the message of the song you know what i mean but the message yeah. is be nice or your friends will tear you apart right basically stop pulling pranks and fake outs but the, the funniest thing about this is frank pulled a fake out just to get them there that <laughs> to is teach true. them that is... to tell them about this lesson that's <laughs> so true. what did frank learn that's true yeah that's true um now let's talk a little bit about some of the sequences here. So, so, so we got the you know the song starts off here, and he brings them to like his own apartment, and you know with the lyric of, there's this like guy who like pops in and says, "Watching your roommate pound off" with like a deep voice. This guy, who is this guy with the round like he's like a moon or something? Is he from Rudolph? <laughs> he must be, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Because I don't know. He does um, not seem familiar to me whatsoever. Like, I don't know who that guy is. But he seems like a reference to something. I, if I had to guess, he's probably from Rudolph. If I had to guess, that is probably right. I, I, I just don't see that he's credited. Um, yeah. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, and they even have this so so that you they go to Charlie's like uh uh a room and you see him pounding off you see him jerking off underneath the mattress they have the puppet doing that but we get a nice shot of this like recreated claymation room of Charlie's and it's pretty cool like like they they ha- they it has like um a bat in the corner it has the boxing gloves it has the skull the guitar the hot plate like all the hits, mm-hmm. all the big ones. A lot of the hits. All the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're all there. Like it's 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 very cool looking. Like it's it's who, where do these go when they're done with them? Who gets this stuff? I know it's such a cool like big thing to have to build for this. And like, what do they do with it's it? It's probably gigantic. Just throw it yeah, in the trash. It's probably, <laughs> he probably takes up a table. And so yeah, so that that and then they so they 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 and the song continues and then they go over to Patty's pub and the recreation of Patty's pub is awesome like even down to the duct tape on the seats, 
Like it just looks yeah. really, really like it's it's awesome. It looks really good. Yeah, it's great to see the translation. And we see and we see a um we see the rest of the gang and their puppets look awesome. And Mac and, and Charlie though are wearing the same exact clothes that they're wearing in the episode. Yeah, their Christmas attire. I guess kind of D and, and and Dennis, although D and Dennis the, are wearing like nondescript, jackets. like kind of just black clothes. Yeah, but like th- yeah, they're wearing the same Christmas co- shirts and sweater, uh, the puppets. And there's this part here at the end of the song that is so strange and funny and out of truly out of the blue and weird <laughs> that it just okay. I love it so much. Where the lyrics. Well, first, before we get there, this right before that happens, this is where the, the music changes tempo and gets like really fast at the end. And this is where after Frank gets strung up on the tree, the the puppet Frank, the the not the the, the Frank that's like with the elf is like, mm-hmm. oh shit! This is where it like s- like sinks into him what will happen if he continues to be right. the way he is. Like he he saw the end. Sorry, and then this is where the tempo starts going really fast here. And at the at the very end of this whole like montage of all, does this remind you of Robot Chicken? Yes, I mean, big time. Yeah, the way they're big ripping time. them apart and all the stuff they're doing, like all like the, the, they're putting them in like a, a a a sausage grinder, a meat grinder. Yeah, they're doing all these like gruesome things. Uh, one of them was like um, bash them with a board, <laughs> and that kind of reminded me of um, Clown Baby. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. When they're <laughs> when they're toughing up Charlie. And then, and then now they're really getting brazen when they're when you're burned by racist singing raisins. Raisins. So it's very strange, and Um-ba-ba-ba. and then it breaks Um-ba-ba. down into this like this like now Ross, they 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 take off their hoods. They're just like clan members, and then they take off their hoods. They're they're the California raisins. I I, I don't know how. <laughs> old you have to be to know who the california raisins are but it's getting I barely know it, who we the california barely raisins know are. who they are so i couldn't even like <laughs> imagine like what that joke is to like someone who Anybody? doesn't know who the california <laughs> raisins are yeah and so uh and it's so and it goes into this like kind of like weird song Ross, do you know, like, did you look up anything with the California Raisins? Uh, not the California Raisins in general, but I do have the credits of the folks that um, really? played the California Raisins. Oh, shoot. Well, let's hear it. So if you want to look up who the California Raisins are while I'm talking about them, feel free. I got their thing open here, open right now. I got the, their Wikipedia open. Oh, okay. All right. Raisin number one is played by Mark Anthony Samuel. He was in General Hospital. Hot Guys with Guns, NCIS LA, Orbital Redux, Model Minority, and Criminal Minds. Raisin number two, uh, slash Snowman, so I guess he plays two of these um, claymation characters, is played by Gary Anthony Williams. He was born 1966 from Atlanta, Georgia. He was in Ninja Turtles, Out of Shadows, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, I Don't Feel at Home in This World, Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, Bob's Burgers, Love, Death, Robots, Kirby, Enthusiasm, and Key and Peele. Now, on this thing, on the Wikipedia here, on the, the the raisins, it doesn't really say who the singing raisins are. I'm gonna does it say what they do? I'm gonna guess they 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 they're a bunch of different people. But check this out, Ross. This this is something that totally <laughs> missed me. I'm gonna assume it missed you too because I didn't know there was a connection at all. But the raisins appeared in the Emmy award winning claymation 
a claymation Christmas celebration singing the Christmas carol Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And then from then on, the, the, the raisins are in like a multitude of Christmas stuff. Like they're very, oh. they're very, cri- like they're very Christmas like um, oriented. oriented. Yeah, it, it, like, it's strange. They're, so like, so the the fact that they're in this is also just like a reference to the fact that they were in a claymation Christmas special, and they're also like a Christmas thing. You know what I mean? But I the the fact that they're like racist singing raises. I don't I don't really like. It just seems like. To fit the rhyme, <laughs> or I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's a it's a bit much to cram into one thing. I heard uh, on set, uh, Donovan Scott and uh, the California Raisins uh, didn't get along because their encroachment on Christmas, and Donovan Scott was trying to push him back a little bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Do- yeah. Donovan Scott, the Santa Claus <laughs> from the mall. <laughs> I forgot his name. I was thinking, who the? F- I was thinking, who is that? I'm not thinking, who, Mike Schmidt. You know who Donovan Scott is? <laughs> Show some respect, dude. Uh, you know, you know it's um. The, the California Raisins are crazy, though. They were so insanely popular. Like, they were all over the place. They have so much different merchandise. They had video games. Not that you mention it. I think I remember them in a Pepsi commercial, but I might be nuts. They have six albums, Ross. <laughs> they have a n- new one coming soon. <laughs> the last one is in 1988. But just, like, albums. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like they, But, yeah, so the, 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 the we get the California Raisins here, which is my favorite part, I think, of this whole claymation thing I, I think it's very weird and just whatever and then they and then they 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 get into this 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 chorus here at the end the get the spirit get the christmas spirit, the spirit. and you can hear like everybody singing you you can hear mac Inside and everyone you. We get everyone the alligator that was eating frank earlier shows up like <laughs> like the, the reasons it's real get together yeah, at the end it's huh? everyone that was like, even the guy with the big moon head he's there and we get this. Sh- we get this shot as it's going out on this. On this, we get this shot of the elf's dick. Dong. His his dong. He's he he hangs <laughs> dong. Yeah, he sure does. So then, back in the hospital the, room, the gang. <laughs> this is the third instance of nudity in this. The thir- Oh yeah. We get two bare asses and a dong. Wow. <laughs> What's going on in this episode? Because it's a movie. Because it's on DVD. <laughs> I almost called it a movie. Because it can. It's on a DVD. Pushing the limits. So then back in the hospital room, the gang learns a Christmas lesson that they don't need Frank. So why didn't the elf have pants on, Ross? <laughs> I didn't say he didn't have pants on. <laughs> such a weird, like, funny, <laughs> oh, I, I, you know, I must have, I, 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 um, I added some, some stuff. I had a weird day. But, like, but just, like, <laughs> like the idea, like, like, just add that. Like, we saw it, and then they say, like, no, it, it didn't happen. Well, I was thinking, like, um... Because Charlie's thinking of his the elf that we saw from his like oh, remembrance earlier shit. in the episode. Yes, you're there was right. an elf not wearing a pants. You're right. And this elf isn't wearing pants. You're a hundred percent right. That's why he's like, I had a weird day or whatever. Because yes, you're exactly right. That's he's wh- thinking about that elf. It's a callback, yeah. Yeah. The way that elf goes, Merry Christmas. I still love that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh so yeah, so uh, Frank's a changed man. You know, he wants them to give him another chance. He's a changed man. He's different now. But D fights back on that a little bit. But Dennis kind of comes in here with like, no, no, no. Maybe there's a lesson to be learned here. 
See, the best part of Frank's story is how the four of them <laughs> came together to mercilessly slaughter him. <laughs> D calls him a demented asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then they, you know, Max starts thinking, wait, we, we, so what you're saying is we rely on our parents to give us a good Christmas. Now, this kind of is a good idea thing it, for them to learn yeah or just to like take responsibility for yourself and make your own good christmas don't wait other people yeah, sure. you know what i mean like don't have other people try to make it for you in life in life yeah in, in general yeah and they, they you know they get they, they're talking about this and mac has they're like okay yeah let's go celebrate and mac's like i have something to finish and let's all just do it together they all get excited all get excited yeah let's go what about me frank asks oh uh, you go fuck yourself you fat fucking ass <laughs> What a great way to close it. I don't know how I would laugh so hard, like if I was like Frank sitting there. You know? Imagine saying that to somebody. I know it's so funny. It really is so crazy. <laughs> so then, outside of Ricky Falcone's house, D, Dennis, Mac, and Charlie sing a Christmas carol at four a.m. It's four a.m. Ross pulling up right to the fire hydrant. Really showing Pac right in front of the fire hydrant. It's four a.m. Ross. Is it too late to get a tree? Uh, way too late. Way too late. Yeah, way too late. And, uh, you know, and, but Dennis, he doesn't care for fir trees. Yeah, don't, don't like the smell. You know, I gotta say, I'm kind of with him in a way. Yeah, plus it's a fire hazard and uh, the sap. Seinfeld has such a funny bit on Christmas trees on one of the episodes where he's like, where like people put trees in their homes and then as soon as Christmas is over, they like wake up out of a Christmas and be like, we have a tree in the house, get it out of here. You know what I mean? Like they throw it out. Like, oh, right I think I just seat. watched that episode the other day. <laughs> Probably. I'm, I have one more episode. I'm, I'm done rewatching it all. But yeah, it just came on Netflix. So yeah. So, so yeah, they come out here and, and they're, as they're walking, it is this really nice one shot of like the camera walking backwards and them walking towards mm-hmm. the camera and it like stays with them while they're talking about how Dennis doesn't like the fir trees and they well, what's the, they should have a tree with like a purpose like like an orange tree. It's funny to me that like Dennis doesn't like fir trees because they quote don't do anything right. But that's the fr- same reason that Frank treats Dennis and D like shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good connection. And, yeah, so the, uh, an orange tree is suggested, but, you know, where are you going to find an orange tree in Philadelphia? No way. So maybe just, like, a bag of oranges? Dennis is into that Dennis idea. Dennis is very into the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a terrible gift. Yeah, will pass, yeah, everyone will pass out oranges. They'll give them to each other as gifts. And he's like, no, I don't want that. To each other? Like, <laughs> with, that isn't... Part of the gift is sometimes it's, like, a surprise, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And as you as they're walking here, you notice D is wearing Ricky Falcone's shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, she's wearing Ricky Falcone's shirt. She has the blue shirt over her. I did not notice. They that. even pointed out, like when 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 they're like, "Oh, like we also got you a shirt." They like point over at D. That's nuts. You didn't notice D in Ricky Falcone's shirt. No, I did. I really didn't. I know she was wearing a shirt. I didn't know it was the shirt. Yeah, she's wearing because she's cold. She's wearing Ricky Falcone's shirt. And they come up here and they start singing. Oh, Holy Night. They sound good. They can sing. Yeah, when they coordinate, they can get together and sing. But the Ricky Falcone opens a, opens a window here. It's four in the morning. You know, he wants to say, like, he's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? So then Ricky Falcone opens up, opens up the window here, and he's like, you know, like, what's going on here? It's four in the morning. What are you doing here? And he's like, shut up. He's like, yo, shut up. Like, why? like they don't even, like, acknowledge him. We want to we give you some Christmas cheer. Yeah, sure. That's when he like, points over a day. 
and and that's what that's what that's what, that's what uh, they start kind of arguing. And and Max says, "Hey, do do yourself a favor, take the shirt, get out of that rut, get out of that rut." And he, I love to do yourself a favor. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself, Ricky. <laughs> and then uh, we got a couple of neighbors here that get involved. You get anything on these neighbors? What's what's interesting about this is I did not find specific neighbors. I have um, people that are labeled Christmas mom. I have another mom and Christmas dad. Those are the few people in the mall that I think might be in the mall or they might be the people in the window. It's really not specified. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I didn't look at, I didn't look at any of that because that's your job. Well, my job was uh, complicated because it just says Christmas dad. <laughs> <laughs> like that could be a lot of people in this or Christmas mom. Uh, do you want to read those credits or yeah, no? Let's just pretend that three, these three people are the people yelling. At that the sounds window. right. This probably sounds right. Yeah. So Christmas dad is played by Timothy E. Goodwin. He was born 1968 from Bangor, Maine. He was in Everyone Hates Chris, Melissa and Joey, John Benjamin has a van, I Carly, Adam ruins everything. And I think you should leave. Christmas mom is played by Susan Deming. She was in the Groundlings. She was also in Olympics oh, nice. and Second City. Um, she played Hillary Clinton in Barack Back Mountain. <laughs> um, she was in Tim okay. and Eric, Don't Tell Anyone, But I'm Dating the President as Hillary Clinton. And um, something called Sonder the Improvised Pro- Podcasts. So that's something she's involved in. Oh, and then right. what else? We have Another Mom. Another Mom is played by... Carly Rothenberg. She was born 1962 from Denver, Colorado. She was an AP bio. This is us. Superstore, American Vandal, Speechless, The Office, and Kicking and Screaming. Nice. Yeah. A lot of good titles in that mix. So they open up windows here and they get involved. They they, and... they have so many glasses and kitchenware right at the ready. <laughs> These people. Oh yeah. Like, who want, like, I'm not gonna throw my stuff and break my stuff. <laughs> but but so they, when they pop their heads out here. They start arguing, and, and, and one of them's you know, telling Charlie to shop. Charlie's like, I'll bite your neck. <laughs> you know, he, like, he, that's like his, he's all, he's got bloodlust. I'll bite you in the neck, bitch. He'll <laughs> <laughs> bite you in the neck. That's his thing now. And they're like, we're trying to give you a Christmas chair. I love how they say, nobody wants it. Nobody <laughs> that's wants so funny. it. <laughs> I want you Christmas chair. I don't want it. They're yelling about Christmas chair. And I love Mac. You're going to get it anyways. <laughs> Keep singing. <laughs> fall on your knees and so they start getting stuff thrown at them and then their car starts getting towed away yeah and i love this transition of they were singing a holy night but then transitions into um ben crosby playing uh singing oh holy night yeah i thought it was actually dare i say beautiful because we get this nice shot of whatever river that is in philadelphia and uh we get this like yeah, christmas yeah, yeah, morning yeah. we get the like the sun rising yeah yeah, yeah it's cool how yeah the play yeah how the song plays out that scene yeah the song they were just singing like actually starts playing out the scene yeah it's cool so then as the gang returned to the bar early christmas morning they find frank and eugene have decorated the bar I mean, decorated so, is an understatement. Oh yeah, I know. As as they're walking up here, they're explaining why the car was towed, the fire hydrant. I don't know why they have to do it. Like they just explain, <laughs> like, they're like explaining why the fire hydrant. And who tows on Christmas anyway? It was Christmas Eve anyways. Dude, that's what I, I was towed on Fourth of July. Oh yeah, they'll get you. Uh, oh yeah, they're yeah, ruthless. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't care. 
that like um this is not my this is a uh, Howard Kramer this is, this is about uh parking attendants but it's the same same shit that he's like he's like something like if California like split off and drop into the ocean they'd be under there with scuba gear and shit <laughs> you know what I mean like they, they would be like, doing whatever they, they can they, to give you a ticket. Yeah, anything they can do to give you a ticket. Yeah, I used to, I worked in Boston for a long time, and I drove a commercial truck. And I was one time I got a ticket in my commercial. They, they this parking attendant put a ticket on my truck that was parking in a commercial zone. They put that <laughs> ticket on a commercial truck, like big giant truck. Jesus, they put that on my window. I know parking in a commercial zone. I was like, that's well, that's where I'm supposed to park. I don't know what to tell you. Like, Is it dare I say moronic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so yeah then that's what you know d says like no, no no today is christmas it's been christmas and they're bummed out they're gonna get blackout drunk this has been the worst christmas and as they open the bar and they come into the bar they see it has been like completely redone like christmas like decorated everywhere i mean there's a big train going along the bar oh yeah i mean this is so elaborate and it's weird to think that they've been awake since what i can imagine is nine 30 yesterday yeah. they have not gone to sleep they've been <laughs> walking no, no, no. all so night it takes on one day yeah <laughs> yeah what a mess so like yeah so the other bars all are completely decorated and we find frank here frank's frank is a changed man he made up with eugene yeah and i love how i love how when he's telling this charlie's like he knows him. He goes, "Oh, Eugene. Oh, you scumbag partner." He like knows him. The scumbag Eugene. <laughs> yeah, scumbag Eugene. Uh, he's like, no, you know, he's a changed man. And I gotta say, man, Danny DeVito's acting is incredible. This guy knows how to act. Like he, you can see like how much he likes doing. It. Yeah, he seems so sincere in this. He does seem really sincere. Like and very like like. He even acknowledges later on, like, oh, I feel so good. It's scary. You know, he does acknowledge it later <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, like, I'm acting out of character right now, but it's okay. But, like, it's just, like, the way he's, like, the way he's talking, he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, go, 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 look. Like, like the way he, yeah, like. Yeah, he's, like, encouraging. He, like, hey, go open your gifts, guys. Like, enjoy it. And, and isn't, this, isn't this what always happens in these Christmas, where, like, the Scrooge turns to, like, love get Christmas and shit? That's, like, what's happening with yeah, Frank. essentially. I mean, it worked in a, a, a completely different way. But yeah, yeah, he finally got there. I love these like no fake outs, no fake outs. That's her handbag. And by the way, it's the same handbag because he's gonna clean out the cheesy yeah. balls. Like he didn't buy her a new one. It's the same like cheesy balled up like <laughs> malt ball bag. Yeah, yeah, bag. The Sergio and Giorgini. Charlie and Mac open a gift and they find out that it's Redman the robot. Yeah, so they're sharing a Redman and the robot. <laughs> And how Frank <laughs> knew about the Redman the robot? Did he also just go in looking for the hottest toy of the year? I don't know. And when did yeah, he you're go right. Shopping? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, so like, I love this 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 freak out with Mac. We starts doing the karate moves again. Yeah, I, I, he's doing all the karate moves. If I'm being honest, I prefer young Mac doing the karate moves. He looked a little bit better doing it. Uh, and, and Charlie's like talking so fast, you can like hardly understand him. Dude, that was so funny to me. It's like such a child, like so excited. He's not thing. making any sense what he's talking about. He's just like telling a nonsensical story. Yeah, we went to the store, and the guy told me it was sold out. And he's just like <laughs> saying, like, um, Charlie's like, should we give it a Ricky Falcone? Let's keep it. <laughs> and like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna keep it. <laughs> and this is where this is where, this is again. This is more Danny DeVito acting. I'm like Dennis. 
Yeah, you give him the keys. Mm-hmm. This is for you. This is yours. Yeah, it's, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the alley right now. He runs back there, and the kutash is in like a has like a bow. Yeah, it has the, on the, uh, the uh, giant bow on it. This is where Frank says, "I feel, I feel so good doing this. It's scary." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny like yeah like giving gifts does make you feel yeah good. for sure i mean other, yeah, so, seeing other people be happy is like more to me than because uh, i know i'll never find happiness so like, yeah you know, like, right exactly just to see exactly. someone else vicariously is enough yeah exactly you can sort of maybe maybe absorb to some of the happiness yeah like, like. kind of like how like a plant like absorbs sunlight you gotta try to like Get it through your yeah, skin get a or something. <laughs> so then, after Dennis comes back in from checking the car behind the bar, the gang apologizes to Eugene, and then Eugene robs them. Oh yeah, so, Eugene, dude. Sorry, we left you on the <laughs> graveyard, man. Yeah, they come in. They kind of stop realizing, like they like kind of like, oh, like they're they're. they're it's pretty cold blooded. They left him out in a graveyard yeah, in the dark. Well, well. Ah, D does say they didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, we didn't mean it. We didn't mean they, it. They told me you ruined Christmas <laughs> and shit. And like, what, just like, what do you mean you didn't mean it? You left them there. You didn't mean <laughs> to leave them there? <laughs> they did. So, yeah, so uh, Eugene's like, you know, saying like, you know, all, you know, it's all good, like, in this, in the, in the idea of you know of Christmas reparations, he's got a gift for Frank, <laughs> and he pulls out a gun, and Frank's reaction is so perfect. a gun. I love guns. <laughs> I got a gun of my own. It's <laughs> so funny, and he's like, no, he's robbing them. So he starts taking all their presents, yeah. putting their presents in a pile. They're bummed, and while they're doing this, Charlie does a. I don't even know you, dude. Uh, yeah, he's like, come well, he's on, like, man. I don't even know you. I don't even know you. It's true. It laugh every time. It's true. Like, this has nothing to do with Mac and, and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you just know, there. Like, and, you know, they thought he changed. And it's interesting. This is, like, so interesting to me because I'm wondering, like, okay, Eugene has a point. He gives his little speech, like, shut up. You stole a lot of money from me. You wrecked my career. You left me to rot alone in a shithole apartment. Now yeah. it's time for payback, so give me all those presents. But, like, did was he planning this from the start? Like, how? at what point did Eugene say, I can scam these people? I think from the start because they say, like, I thought you were a changed man. He says, I'm still a thief and a liar. But does he, like, like he believe just, in the Lord I, and shit? No, I don't think so. It was all con. It was a fake out. One big fake out from the start. Yeah, all right. I think so. I, well, it makes yeah, sense because, yeah. like, Eugene, I mean, Frank apparently learned all his good moves from Eugene. So, Eugene, like, yeah. it would make sense that Eugene is a step ahead. But he's going to leave them with something. And maybe a, he starts moving over to the snow, the snowblower. Maybe snow a cannon. white snow cannon. Maybe we'll leave him with a white Christmas. No, you, you dumb bastard. That ain't going to work. It's from the 70s, yeah, you, you know, dick. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of tweaks you got to do, and you got to hook it up to a water line. And then, and boom. Now, I was thinking about this. Is this a, a reverse miracle? <laughs> what are you talking about? A reverse now, miracle. I was a little stoned when I was watching this, but I was thinking like, I was thinking like, so, like, in movies like this, like, in, in these type of, like, holiday things, like, yeah. something kind of magical happens at the end. And it's kind of like a Christmas miracle. Sure, yeah. 
And this would be, you know, it's not supposed to work. Mm-hmm. It's from the seventies. It's not working. It's not hooked up to a water line. In a in a movie, they'd be like, "Oh, it doesn't work," and they'd put it on and blanket the town. And everyone would be happy. It's a Christmas miracle. Oh yeah, you're right. But this one, it it, it magically works, but blow, you know, but hurts them. Yeah. Because it's always sunny. It's like the reverse of a miracle. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a it's it a magical thing happened, but for the bad. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, okay, that makes sense now that you've explained it, but. I was like, yeah, a reverse yeah, yeah. miracle. Because you know what I mean? Like, those things, they'll be like, something will happen at the end where it's like, whoa, did that, like, what, how did that happen? Kind yeah, of thing, you know? Like, it's a, that, it's that like, hasn't happened in 90 years or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, so it's, it's just it's just interesting. Yeah, so they kind of set it up like, oh, it's not going to work. And then it does. It's kind of like a Christmas thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then it does instead. <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> and. It goes off and it starts blowing them all around. And I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, but Ben Crosby is playing, mm-hmm. and and they're getting blown around. And now I read online that Danny DeVito was hesitant to do this; he thought it was going to be dangerous. Yeah, and that Charlie Day actually did hurt his back. Well, I mean, he like threw himself around. Now it's weird to me that they're actually doing it. Like it seems like you could fake this pretty easily. Oh, what do you mean fake it? Like fake falling down? Because it's because it's in slow motion, so you don't have to be doing anything fast, or you, you just have a fan on you, and just pretend like you're being blown around. Oh yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's in slow because it's in slow motion. Well, you know it, what I mean, it was like this huge like snow cannon. I know that's what, but I mean, you could you 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 could just fake it. Like you would put like you you'd put on a you'd just make it a big fan, and you would pour in front of it whatever. Oh, fake you're saying they should have done that blown. instead. Yeah, I'm saying like I'm 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 surprised that they didn't fake it. Oh, okay. Like, at, like but but from what I like, from what I read, it seems like they really blasted them with a snow cannon. Yeah, they did. Uh, I watched like the behind the scenes, and a lot of it is just them kind of like dicking around, and then yeah. um, Fred Savage just you know talking about like all the cameras he's gonna use. He's gonna use like these like really high quality cameras for this like snow cannon scene, and Danny DeVito was kind of like worried about. Like, possibly inhaling it, inhaling yeah. stuff. So he was, like, wearing a mask, which I, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Really? Yeah. Uh, just, like, on set because he was, like, worried about, like, inhaling something. So yeah, they had yeah, to, like, yeah. test it out a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, I just see, I feel like this is something you could fake. Yeah. You no, don't need to easily. really use real yeah. snow or just because it's in slow motion is the point. Like, if it wasn't in slow motion, then, yeah, sure. But yeah, th- yeah. So yeah, they, they, and they they're they're getting all blown around all over the presents and everything. So then, at some train tracks, the entire gang, including Frank, throw rocks at a train and enjoy Christmas together as a family. So you know, <laughs> Charlie, the Eugene guys are real prick, huh? <laughs> well, Frank always said he was. <laughs> oh, a no, scumbag. Max says that. Max says that. Yeah, Max says that. You you do a scumbag. I'm like, yeah, Max. <laughs> Uh, uh, Yeah, so, but he was impressed with the snowblower. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised it worked. Yeah, they're going to blast the whole neighborhood. Yeah, they're actually excited. Yeah, I think it's funny because they're actually excited to use it for the neighborhood and maybe do something good, I guess. And we pan over and we we see that the whole gang is there. Everyone's there. Yeah, this is kind of like a third party pan over, like... Kind of. Yeah. It seems like it might be just the two of them, but then you pan over and it's everyone. Yeah. You and they pick up a bunch of rocks and they start throwing rocks at trains. <laughs> they're, they're like wondering how, like, what do we do? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Rush Charlie is like, oh, Merry Christmas, enjoy yourselves, or whatever. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone starts just throwing rocks at, at, the, at the train. And we get Jingle Bell Rock comes on. And as, as, they're, as they're throwing rocks, we fade into young Mac and Charlie. Mac and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, and we we go out on a you know Merry Christmas, man. Yeah, mer- Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah, it's cool. Um, do you think like Jingle Bell Rock was playing because of the pun, like the throwing rocks? I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that to just now, and I want to say probably not, but it's pretty good connection. I don't know. I, I just was wondering if they were like trying to do a pun or something there, um, because I w- I think I would have appreciated like a slower song for that moment. Of like them throwing the rocks, like to yeah, more yeah, be yeah, more yeah, of a the, juxtaposition to what they're doing. They're doing this like you know simple pleasure thing. thing. Oh right, yeah. but it's it is also sweet that they're doing it together. I don't together, know. Together, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm overthinking yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Then we go out and and Ross. That brings us to the end here. What is your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character is going to be Frank. Yeah, Frank's good. Yeah, yeah. This was a hard one for me. I wasn't really sure. I'm probably going to go with Mac. That's a good one as well. I think I'm going to go with Mac. The whole, like, Mike Schmidt thing. Just, like, <laughs> that that scene really did get me, though. I was like, this is, like, might be my favorite of the episode. I don't know. We'll have Wh- to see. What is your favorite What is your favorite line? My favorite line is um, Mac saying, Christmas is just a bunch of bullshit. You find out that your dad <laughs> stole all your the presents whole- and that your mom gets fucked by a series of never-ending Santa Claus. The first that they're hearing about their whole plot line. Right. <laughs> it's just summed up. Like, their whole plot line summed <laughs> up, like, right there. Yeah. It's good. My, I think my favorite line, though, is, uh, she's speaking ill of you. <laughs> she's speaking <laughs> ill of you. <laughs> Do not speak Dennis ill of you. just, like, can't help himself. He's got to <laughs> lay into Frank. <laughs> It's just like the like the word choice. She's speaking ill of you, like just speaking the way. Speaking ill of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene might be the the couch scene. Um, really. I, leading up to it, really makes me laugh because they're trying to make these people say something about Frank Reynolds, but it's clear there's someone stuck in a couch. <laughs> like, so there is a man on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no man. Who's Frank he's Reynolds? Like, he's like, he's a man in the couch. So there is a man in the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. It's know, a perfect yeah. intertwining <laughs> logic. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite scene, though, you know, and I'm going to give it up to to the entire claymation scene. Just the execution, the idea, the the taking a swing. Yeah. You no, know what I, I mean? like, always like, appreciate when they go out of yeah. form. Yeah, it's just something different, and they're doing a Christmas special. Hey, this is why you do it. For sure. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like to get someone to make a claymation of you. Like, that's would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we we got to get claymations of ourselves. That'd be so awesome. Uh, so, Ross, th- that brings us to the IMDB Trivia Challenge Christmas Edition. All right, hit me. These, these are three trivia facts. Two of them are made up by me. One of them is on the website IMDb. Russ, please guess the one that is actually from the website and not the ones that are made up by me. <laughs> okay. Number one, the claymation sequence costs $120,000. Number two, this episode was actually filmed on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> number, 
Number three. <laughs> Number three. This is the only episode to contain uncensored <laughs> F-words until season 12. Yeah, yeah, number three. Yes, how'd you know that? <laughs> well, I imagine they weren't <laughs> available on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and you think the claymation cost more than 120000 I have no idea. I'm an idiot, so if you told me it yeah. cost $200,000, I'd believe you. If you told me it cost $30,000, <laughs> I would believe you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know either, but yeah, I don't. I think I, I it seems high to me for a, a TV show, but I don't know. Who do what do I know? What do I know? What they spend? Were they paying like at one point? Were they paying like the cast of Seinfeld a million dollars an episode or something? Um, I think that might have been like the cast of Friends, Friends, Friends or something. That's like crazy. It's see, that's crazy. why it, like the proportion of money. <laughs> like if they did a yeah. claymation scene, you would have to imagine the people making the claymation scene for Friends. If the actors are getting paid a million dollars an episode, they could spring to pay yeah. for like a ten million dollar claymation, right? I uh, maybe, yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't yeah. know how anything works. Well, uh, yeah, that brings us to our final thoughts here, Ross. Is this episode in a rut? It don't look good. <laughs> or this episode? This episode feels so good. It's scary. It feels so good. It's scary, and it's really um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. It's fun. Yeah, exactly that. It's fun. Yeah, it's just like it's it's pretty it's it's crazy. It's like it's crazy they even did this. I wonder whose idea this was to do a DVD. You know what I mean? Like a like a separate why? You know what I mean? Like why almost for the budget? Really? I think I think that's what it is. I think for the budget. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Maybe they originally intended to do a two part episode, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe network said, "Hey, if you want to make it a special, we'll boost it." I don't know. And they just ne- they never did another one. I give them a break. They're doing, they're doing a lot. <laughs> I mean, they just never put out another DVD or anything. It's kind of like oh, I don't know. It was a special. Yeah, yeah. It, was a special. it would it, it would just it. be an ordinary if they just made a bunch of them, Eric. Uh, I'm glad it's on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, it's like it's, I'm glad they 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 include that in there. But yeah, so uh, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I I love I love this episode. I think it's very it's 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 weird. You know, it's it's got some wild shit going on. I mean. <laughs> I've been thinking of the. She's speaking ill of you. Like, <laughs> I've been thinking of that. Like, I want to like say. I, I want to like work that into a conversation. So I don't know how. Yeah, you, you get a hope someone says ill of, <laughs> yeah, which is probably not going to be too often. No. Well, Eric, um, let's uh, play a little verses. Uh, which uh, matchup did you like better? Did you like the Mac and Charlie team up, or did you like the Dennis and D team up with Frank? Oh, I I like the Mac and Charlie like team up beyond like way, way more than it, yeah. Than I think I think you're right. It it, it was like, kind of like the same for me. I, I really enjoyed the uh, Mac and Charlie versus. Yeah, because Mac and Charlie, I can't relate to D and Dennis. Yeah, I'm not like I, I, <laughs> a Kuntash is not even like something that's. On I the didn't table. even know what that was. I had to Google it. I had, so to, like, I had to Google if that was real, yeah. like a real name yeah. of a car. Um. <laughs> but as like, but like Mac and Charlie being like, you know, kind of like not like just like a more like normal children almost like a normal, normal kind of. I don't want to use the word normal, but like more like, relatable. I don't know, like relatable. It's more grounded in something uh, in a world I'm familiar with. Right. Well, I found the story like, a little bit more fun because they were changing locations. Like, 
It was a yeah. little bit of uh, a mix of stuff going on, changing locations. Yeah, uh, you know, I just thought about wh- how how I want to phrase it. it it's it, they're they're on a mission to find Christmas cheer. Yeah, Dennis and D are on a mission to get a Countach. <laughs> so I'm I'm more interested in the in in the in the Christmas cheer. The idea they they're like. Mission is a more their mission is a more compelling angle for me. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. Yeah, but don't get me wrong though, Frank driving with the door up, <laughs> I wouldn't take that away. <laughs> you know, I would yeah. never take any of that away. That is like it's all so <laughs> funny. Like it, it, you know, do not you do not modify the the Countach. That car is perfect. perfect. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Like I, perfect. Like the way he does it is so odd. <laughs> no one says it's it like that. So odd. I've never heard yeah, that said that like that once. Um. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening. We really appreciate it. You let us ramble on for way too long. This is a crazy long episode. Yeah. Sorry so, about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, break it up during the day. You know, listen a little bit at breakfast, a little bit at lunch, and a little bit at dinner. On the drive to work and the drive home from work. You know what? Listen to it all day. Listen to it at work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. So thank you, everyone. We appreciate we the, your, your Christmas prayers have been answered your christmas wishes have been answered we are back so thank you so much for sending all the letters to santa to tell to for him to tell us to come back we're back <laughs> yeah and and yeah inspect the uh, you know there'll be a new season coming fairly soon too. yeah um i, I don't want to pin you to a date but when do you think we want to start releasing episodes like maybe early early february yeah or late january okay. yeah we'll figure it right. out yeah we'll take it we'll take it easy let's try not to make this a job yeah we're trying not to make this a job folks uh, i know a lot of people have reached out and asked so i, I just wanted to like throw it out there here so i didn't get too many questions <laughs> coming in yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. It's just sometimes it's like we get stressed out when we're like trying to fit in a recording or do the notes like the notes take a long time and the notes take me more time than editing yeah Totally. Oh, me too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch the episode like, you know, I watch these episodes like five plus times sometimes. Yeah, know? easily. I, I might watch them ten yeah. if I need to. Um, But that's just how it is. People are like, you watch this episode ten times and that's all you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you watch this episode ten times and you don't even know what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank all you, right. everyone. We really appreciate Thanks, it. And uh, yeah, and then, yeah, until then, good a day good day to you. To use. The Always Sunny cast is in no way endorsed or affiliated with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and thoughts expressed in this podcast are of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. If you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy making it, please subscribe, rate, review, and pass it on. If you'd like to reach out, you can email us at alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com or stay in touch with us by following our Instagram account at the Always Honeycast Pod. We'll see you next time.